0: Player 2 has
1: joined the game. Hey yo, what's up everybody and welcome to episode 109 of the 2Player Co-op Podcast. As always, I'm your host here, Kevin, along with my brother from my mother show. How are we doing? Very good. It's been a while. It's
2: been a while. I mean, it
1: hasn't really been a while. I see him all the time. We record all the time. It's been a while since we podcasted. What was the last one? Mania. E3 predictions. Oh, that's right. Yeah, hadn't done that one. E3 predictions. Before that was the God of War review
2: uh, that I wasn't on. You weren't on that. No, that was when I was abroad. Right? Did you do that one with?
1: No, I did that with you. Really? Yeah. Let me pull it up on YouTube. I'm pretty sure I haven't done a podcast Emoji. with anybody. But oh no, no, I did. Well, I did the Nerd 901 Spoiler Cast. But oh, maybe what that's what I was. That's what you're of. thinking of. Yeah. No, we, we did, did it our our own. own. Yeah, that's. I had already beaten it. You hadn't beaten it yet. That's yeah. right. That's what it is. Yeah, is uh, correct. So yeah, it's been a while since we podcasted.
2: Uh uh before we even get started, yes. uh shout out to one James Solar, who's probably watching this from his local Starbucks right now. Did you see his tweet? He's dedicated. <laughs> He's good dedicated. man. Good man that James Solar. Uh, I hope I saw that and I was like, Oh crap, I hope he
1: doesn't think we're live streaming.
2: Oh, yeah, I hope not. If not, well, he's going to be disappointed. Starbucks. Um, but yeah, hopefully James is watching us right now from his local Starbucks while the in-laws are in town. Shout out to the in-laws. Shout out to the in-laws too. We also,
1: we don't get good Wi-Fi out here. Otherwise, I would be fine like live streaming this every time, but we just don't. If I had a separate internet connection out here, I'd say let's just record live all the time. I,
2: I definitely think we should, but yeah, we can't. We can't. Unless we move this to your house and make a fake wall
1: <laughs> so we keep the ambiance. Or we had
2: a green screen.
1: Just take a picture of the wall. We've project. got that green screen somewhere. It's not even a green screen. It's, yeah, it's a it's a green... It's green...
2: Sh- it's, it's a, a drop cloth. Sheet. Yeah, it's drop cloth. Um, uh... <laughs> Sidebar.
1: Where is your router? Under the TV in there. The problem is there's nowhere between there and here to put a repeater.
2: What if you just... Have an extension cord and just have the repeater be out, just lay on the ground. That would be great <laughs> for when it starts raining. <laughs> you
1: can cover it. We've got a repeater upstairs for the voice of play to freaking right. Yeah, upstairs. that's yeah. what I'm saying. So you could, you know what? Actually, I bet they make outdoor repeaters, outdoor signal booster, whatever it is. Probably. Yeah. We just put it on a stake over there. Not a yeah. stake, a stick. You know what? A, a stake on but the not, grill. Not a yeah. It would melt. It wouldn't work. Um, So what's up? So we were just talking about... So two years ago, Suicide Squad came out, and I went back and watched the video today just because I I thought it was a year ago for some reason. I was like, no, that was two years ago. And I watched our review of it. And Sean said, and I quote... You know, it's really good. I had, I don't, this is not a, (laughs) it's really good. I had a lot of fun with it. You know, it's, I think it's better than Man of Steel. And I said, Ooh, this is going to be, this is going to be an interesting podcast. And we didn't really go back to it after that, but you did at the end. I said it was a seven out of 10. You said an 8.5 out of 10. I've since dropped it to about a 3.5 or a four. Um, but I, do, I feel like I need to go back and watch that
2: movie. I I have not seen it since we saw it in theaters.
1: It's got to be on like HBO or HBO Go or something. It's,
2: I'm sure I could find it yeah. to watch. Here's the thing. We are all prisoners of the moment. Um, do I really think it's better than Man of Steel? Probably not. However, uh, through no fault of its own, to me, Man of Steel has always been been
1: amazing
2: the issue with man of steel is that i went into it thinking here's the dark Knight, the dark Knight for that's Superman. not fair i yeah. know right and it, it's not that it tr- it did try to be it will that it i think be, that's part of the problem off, yeah that, yeah yep um so that's why and it is a good movie it's a very good movie however in my mind i always think of it as being somewhat lackluster just because i was not that I was expecting the Dark Knight, but I wanted the Dark Knight, but Superman.
1: It came out a year after Dark Knight Rises, which is crazy to think yeah. about. You feel like it was like two or three years after. No, it was the summer after. Yeah. Dark Knight Rises was July 2012, and that was June 2013. That's
2: insane. Yeah. Um, so I'm sure it's not as good. But to be fair, I have not seen Suicide Squad since the movies. Yeah. What I will say, I none of this is—you're not going to want to hear any of this. What I will say about Suicide Squad is it was fun. And it was probably more fun, maybe, than any other DC movie I've seen. You know who had a and lot of DC fun? And DC has basically. I mean, there's not a whole lot going for D. Like, there's not. It's like they're trying to be Marvel. There's about to be a year from now. But then they don't even. I can't think of a single thing that has happened in a DC movie that has ramifications for the future. Like, Ooh, I wonder what that's going to do. Well, what, what, where do we stand right now? That would be different if somebody said, Hey, let's make a justice league movie with Aquaman. Like we've had man of steel, Batman versus Superman, wonder woman, justice league, suicide squad, five. DCU. movies. What do we know? What do we know that we didn't know before? And we know that
1: Warner brothers got sick of Zach and they didn't want his vision because they had their knee jerk reaction to Batman versus Superman and the Sound yeah. of Silence. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> there is no more future plan now. Everything is Wonder Woman in the 80s. Shazam's over here with just to here's a here's a batarang and here's a here's a a Superman thing. Um. Aquaman's doing his own thing, completely separate from the Justice League. Like every, they are now they are no longer, and they've pretty much said this. They're no longer trying to. Yes, all the movies are going to be in the same universe, right? but there's no more, they're not going towards an infinity war. We're never going to get them to fight Darkseid now, which sucks. It absolutely sucks. They should have let, I could do a whole podcast on this and I got an idea, I got an idea for a podcast this November. Ernie, I'm going to want you to be on that. Um, They should have let Zach carry out his vision. And, you know, they finally, Wall Street Journal did the thing, and they said, we are not, they the WB said, we are not releasing the Snyder Cut. It's not happening, period. Would it have made much of a difference? Probably not. It probably would have been about the same level as Batman v Superman. I think, I do think it would have been if, we, if they just went with his vision, which clearly there was still humor in his yeah. vision. All the reshoots weren't Whedon. I think it would have been a better movie. But he had a plan. It's, it's come out. He talks on Vero, which I don't know anybody that uses Vero other than Zack Snyder as a social network platform. But came out on there that, yes, he's going. he had a five-movie five movie plan, specifically a five-movie plan for Superman. And now we're not going to get that. It was Man of Steel, BVS, Justice League 1, Justice League 2, and then I, I don't think they've really ever said if it was going to be Man of Tomorrow, or whatever the, the final act of that was going to be. But it was all based around the character of Superman. I still say they killed him off too soon. Spoiler alert. Um, They didn't earn it, and they still could have done so much. That's the one thing they
2: did that had ramifications was kill off Superman. And And then they're like, okay, he's back now. But not
0: only
1: that, not only did they have the dirt rise up, and then they're like, the dirt rising up had literally nothing to do with it. They're just going to freaking drop a mother (sighs) box. Drop a mother box. Have this scene take two minutes for some reason with the fastest person on the planet. Flash is going, (laughs) And he runs like a freaking <laughs> dupist. And he's gonna run, and he's gonna go <sighs> and we're gonna go cut, 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 cut. And you're like, obviously, he's gonna touch the stupid thing when he needs to he touches the eyes open and pew. Now the five minutes after that were, we're the bet the second best thing they've done in the DCU. The best thing is still the Batman warehouse fight. That will never yeah. I don't think we'll ever get say what you want about Batfleck or or Snyder or whatever. I don't think we will ever get a Batman on screen that has that kind of impact. Like there will ne no, that was the Arkham games come to life. And I, I like even though they spoiled almost the entire fight in the, the the final trailer, still seeing it on the big screen and seeing him throw the gadgets on all the guns and the people are like, wait, what, what? Boom, 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 and then just wrecking fools. Oh my, especially in the Ultimate Cut where he just is just he didn't kill anybody in that scene. Well, the guy that got hit in the face with the giant box was probably He's dead. probably dead. And we don't know what he did. When he stabbed the guy here, and then they just cut when he went, oh! So we don't know if he like really killed him. He probably only killed one, maybe two, seven people in that fight. But it'll never get better than that. That's better than any fight scene in the Dark Knight trilogy. As great as those movies are, Nolan isn't great when it comes to fight choreography. None of the fights in those movies were that great. It was but they everything didn't have else. To be, yeah. It was everything else that was so good about it.
2: Yeah. Speaking of okay. Nolan, I rewatched like the last probably seventy five percent of Interstellar the other day. So, oh god, that is so good. It is good. a
1: top ten movie for me, I'm pretty it sure. Is so good. I, I
2: still it. don't really get it. I, I don't get the whole bedroom thing. The the it just it blows my mind. I mean I still love it. Did it, it fall but... over?
1: What? Did did the did the totem fall over at the end? Is he in the dream? Okay. It's, it's literally an okay. eight-year-old <laughs> movie at this point.
2: Is he in the Dreamers in Time. reality? Stop, okay.
1: stop. <laughs> what did I say? I
2: don't know if I misspoke or you misheard, but I'm talking about Interstellar, not Inception. <laughs>
0: well, I heard Inception.
2: <laughs> I'm pretty sure I said Interstellar, Roll but that's what I saw. Team. Now, Inception, I have not seen start to finish okay, sorry. in probably five years. I was years. like, I don't remember a bit. I'm
1: like, uh-huh, uh-huh. Was it Maul No, in inter- the bedroom? I mean,
2: Inception. <laughs> Interception. Interception. That's a football movie. That'll be the giant <laughs> season, I'm sure. Inception, I get. It still messes with my head, but I get it. I'm able yeah, to follow okay, okay. Interstellar. Interstellar,
1: I don't even really like. It's way oh, down I the list. I love it. Oh, it's, my God. It
2: goes... It goes Jay-Z, <laughs> Biggie, Tupac. Uh, Jay-Z. It goes... I think it goes... <laughs> Andre from Outkast, Jada, Corrupt, Nas, and then me. Big-
1: Dark Knight is obviously number one, and then I think I got to watch it again. Eh, Inception is two, then The Prestige, then Batman Begins, then Dark Knight Rises, and I forget how I, I haven't watched Memento since college, so I don't even feel uh, yeah, I, I don't even I feel I good either. ranking that. But Interstellar is is dead last for me. Oh my god, Dunkirk! Oh my god, see, I
2: like Dunkirk, but to me it's it's more it has to, nothing. That's not a Christopher Nolan no, movie.
1: To me, I don't know how. They, I, I, still like I said. Did you go see it with me and Dad? Did we yeah. all see it at the same time? Like, I, I, when I walked out of the theater, I, I, think the same thing. I think now, I, I walked out of there thinking, I don't know how they made this movie. Like, I don't know how he actually shot this movie. Yeah, it's all practical. Like, how did he? I, I don't know.
2: I mean, they did still kind of have like a little bit of a twist, not like a.
1: Oh, that it was all well. Okay, I won't spoil because that's
0: only yeah, a year old
2: or yeah, whatever. yeah. But yeah, I know what you mean. But at that least, was that was cool. But no, it was a fantastic movie. I just don't think of it as—it's not a typical Nolan movie. I need
1: to have—I told Dad I need to have a movie night with him at his house to watch *The Prestige*. Mm -hmm. So, are you down for that? Whenever we watch it, I need to watch it again. Yeah, it's so good. So that was our movie portion of the pie. What were we? Oh yeah, *Suicide Squad* a year, two years ago for some reason.
2: But I will. So I don't want to just crap all over DC. But my point then was and to me it's even more true now the movie doesn't really do much of any consequence and doesn't do anything of any consequence but to me it was fun yeah What's-Her-Name-Is-Harley was perfect. Will Smith. I liked Will Smith in that more than I've liked him in anything in a long time. Since, like, the 90s. Like, I don't know. I thought it was fun. I need to see it. Maybe I'll watch it again and just be like, this is terrible. I have no idea. What I
1: said in that review, and I think it still would hold up if I watched it again, is I like some of the characters. Some of the parts are so much greater than the whole of that movie, I guess, is what it comes to. Like, I loved Will Smith. I loved Leto when he was on screen for just a little bit. Margot Robbie was great. Rick Flagg, his hair went short and long. I don't know what that See, was. See, I didn't even notice that. I know, but, but yeah. now when you go back and be like, Oh, there it goes it's completely <laughs> and now it's long again. What happened? Uh I don't know. I just And David Ayer came out and said like a year ago, he said, Yeah, I screwed up. Joker should have been the bad guy. No kidding. Yeah, Instead good. of Enchantress like, let me suck up all these cars, all this junk, and just twirl it around, and then do a belly dance, and then this big fire guy is gonna come up. I don't care if I'm spoiling, him, but you don't, you shouldn't watch it. Big fire guy is gonna come up. Somehow, Rick Flagg's walking around with a bag full of dynamite that he throws into the portal. That, of course, Deadshot shoots it perfect. Like, well, he's Deadshot. I get it. I get that. <laughs> but how does he know it's good? It's just it's. There's so many leaps in logic. Anyways, <sighs> um. So what have we been up to? So. We finished up Mario. Oh, time
2: out since we haven't really podcasted. Yes. I don't know that I've talked about it. Oh my god, we need hold wait, no. Before you go into that, DC is gonna set it right.
1: Or maybe this is what you were about to say. Nope. I'm excited for Aquaman. I'm still hype levels are very medium right now. Shazam. Shazam looks awesome. I did not give two rats patoots about that movie. And I saw that trailer and was like Speaking of fun, like this is this looks like it's a Marvel movie, which is the biggest compliment that I can now. They tricked me again. My favorite trailer of all time is that Batman vs. Superman trailer, the first one where you see Bruce running into the rubble, and I was like, this is going to be the best. This is gonna be better than the Dark Knight. This is gonna be the best movie ever. They completely tricked me. They might trick me with Shazam, but oh my god. No. I think
2: we know what the movie is going to be. See, Shazam looks good because it is a fresh. It's something new, at least yes. as far as DC is concerned. There's nothing
1: to compare it to. You don't have to be like, well, this isn't Christopher exactly. Reeve or this isn't Christian Bale, you right? Know?
2: It looks, it looks fun. It does look fun. I think my issue with Aquaman, it looks good, but like you basically, like you just said, yeah. Batman versus Superman looked, looked really oh. good in the trailer. So I'm kind of, I'm just kind of jaded. I feel like, and I'm like. Visually, it looks beautiful, it looks cool and all, but I'm just like, I don't know that I care. I just don't know that I care about Aquaman. This is the coolest Aquaman has ever been. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I still don't know if I really care enough about I, him to have him have his own move. I will never forget
1: Rasan and I texting back and forth when the Rotten Tomatoes score first posted for BVS and then it kept dropping and dropping and I was like this can't be real. Like, how is this? Ha- <laughs> this this is not real. This cannot be happening. And then it, it is what it is. But What were you going to say since we have a podcast in a while? I was
2: going to say since we haven't podcasted in a while. And I don't think we've talked about it on any Let's Plays. Maybe it came up in passing. But to formally announce, I got a little baby on the way. I wasn't going to say it. I was going to leave you to oh, say that's it. Why, that's why Cheers. I was going to say it. Cheers. Cheers, go me, congratulations. Little baby uh, little, little baby something, baby. something in February. Yet. Uh hopefully I'll know in a few weeks, and I will keep y'all posted if anybody cares. Uh I'm very excited. Brittany is I am too. so excited. I'm so happy. Um so yeah, it'll be a new adventure. Looking forward to it. Yep,
1: yeah, and obviously he has agreed that if the baby is a boy, they will name it Big Boss White.
2: Big, Big Boss. <laughs> Big baby. <babies.
1: laughs> Um, I thought that was what you were gonna say, but I wasn't gonna. I yeah, know.
2: that's what I was gonna
1: say. Um, so where have we been? So we finished up Mario Mondays for New Super Mario Brothers. We, I've yeah. said it all over Twitter. I gotta say it again. Shout out to this guy for the edit that he did.
2: I had a lot of fun with that. <laughs> on that one minute video. I was cracking no, myself. No, it was two up. minutes, I think. It was about two minutes. Yeah. I
1: I I I have never. Laughed so if you notice when we posted that video it already had like twenty views which for us (laughs) is like half what we normally get that was us us just watching it over and over again oh my god it was such a good edit I love how he bleeped me out because I was I was half cocked I was probably full (laughs) cocked by the time we got to that point in it Um, I was very mad at Bowser I was very mad at that stage it's the most fun I think I think we had more fun although it's clearly like we said in the the series it's definitely behind. Mario 3 and Mario World. It's not even close that it's behind. But it, it has But it it what it the does, co-op. It it's is got the two player so co-op fun. Um so we had a lot of fun with that. Um so Mario Mondays are on hiatus for now. Yeah. Uh we've got some ideas to bring it back. I think we want to do that, but uh we also put out another hype video. Which I am pretty I made it myself, I'll just say that. Shout that I was out to the pretty this guy. proud of. Um I was telling I was giving Sean hints what I want to do because we finally like honestly, we're like we're going back and forth and we do have a plan for what we want to do that's not versus. I think it's awesome. We just need to nail down that eighth episode, and we'll do that next. Um for what we want to do for our next season of content, but we're like, we've got all these ideas, like I think we wanted to do more verses. We've had so we yep. had so much fun doing it. I had fun editing those videos, especially once I got the hang of it. It was it's it's a lot of fun. Uh, we have fun playing them. Um, the two that we just recorded that will probably be going live like a month from now, that was an interesting night of recording, no, um, just because Elgato and PlayStation 3 don't want to work together, but you'll see that that one about a month from now. Um, but Versus Season 2 is going to go live this week. As you're watching this, I don't know if it's Monday or Tuesday, Wednesday, whatever. The first episode of Versus is going to go up this week, and then there'll be an episode every week for the next 10 weeks. Commitment. Um, so is versus 10 weeks? Yes. Yep, it's 10. Um, but I had a lot of fun making that trailer. I was like, the only I I I joke with Sean, I was like, I feel like I should do this trailer to the Duel of Fates. I was like, no, but I want to do the I know the God of War music I want to use and we're not monetized so nobody can copyright strike us, so <laughs> I don't care. But I used the, the the God of War video and then I'm like, no, I'm going to make this so stupidly epic at the end and just put the Duel of Fates. You got it. And then I had of course I had to throw in the Metal Gear solid ground zeroes dun, 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 dun. at the end. So yeah, versus season two is going live this week for the next ten weeks. Then after that, we we think we know what we want to do. We gotta get yeah. we gotta get back to that. Yeah. Especially since I'm gonna be editing these, you can edit that and it's gonna be We got it. We just need to finish writing it. And then you can just take your yeah, time and do true. it and just put it up whenever. Right. Yeah. We'll do that. Um, so please be excited for versus season two. Um, also, I don't know if you guys knew this, but like we said, it's the I mean, you know this 'cause I just said it, it's the first time that we have podcasted since we did our uh, E three predictions episode. Sean, um did you know that you won the E3 predictions?
2: Oh like point five to zero or something.
1: My <laughs> predictions were in order. Metal Gear Solid remake wrong. Watchdogs three out this November. Wrong. The Order eighteen eighty seven. Wrong. Metroid Prime trilogy on Switch out November. Wrong.
2: I thought that was. I thought you hit that one.
1: I, I I'm shocked. That which makes me think Prime might be a twenty twenty game, and the trilogy comes out next year. But they could put the trilogy yeah. out in March and then put four out in the fall. But anyways, and then I did my four and a half. My other one that I got wrong also was PUBG announced for PlayStation four coming out in December. All those were wrong. Sean uh, predicted new 2D Zelda. Wrong. Bloodborne 2. Wrong. However, Resident Evil 2 remake is officially unveiled. Release date, all that. He got that right. Full point. So right there, he already beat me. He also said we get a Kingdom Hearts 3 release date. He got that. He said it'd be 2018. He didn't get that. (laughs) And uh, non-Disney, not like non like yeah. Disney World like Marvelous Star Wars. so he didn't get that that I still think Not one of those reach, will end up being in there but maybe so Sean won one point three three points three 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 to zero uh we also so we had these four discussion questions where we talked about the first one was so Sony's gonna focus on the four major first party games I said do we finally get gameplay from Death Stranding and Last of Us Two do we get dates timeframes for both we said we get gameplay for both we got that We didn't get any dates or timeframes or anything.
2: Yeah. I mean, technically we got gameplay for Death Stranding. I mean, we got him walking around. Right. A very barren world. (laughs) That's my thoughts on that. (laughs)
1: Also, Sony's conference was the weirdest thing I've ever seen. Don't ever do that again, Sony. Don't ever file all these people into where it's standing room only in this barn that used to be a church or a church that used to be a barn or something with weird lighting just to play like a banjo and then show a trailer and then wait a half hour to move them to another place while we just have to like Sid Schumann or whatever the guy's name is to host that panel where it's so scripted. I'm like, Oh my God, I don't even want to listen. You guys talk. This is so boring. It sucks. Don't ever do that again. Um, Xbox did announce gears five and halo six. So we got both of those right in our discussion. I still cannot believe we did not see Rocksteady. I don't know what the hell they're doing. Yeah, We both thought Rocksteady would be there for sure. Um, I think we both said pie in the sky, don't know licensing or whatever. Ninja Turtles would be perfect for Rocksteady to do. That's been everybody's pipe dream. If you're a Ninja Turtles fan, you want Rocksteady to do a game. But I think we both kind of said it probably Justice League or Superman Focus. We got nothing. Um, and we also said, do we think there would? it's been 25 years since Link's Awakening came out, 20 years since the Game Boy Color version, and five years since Link Between Worlds? Do we get a 2D remake of either of those this November? Uh, that is incorrect. We
2: did not get anything. <laughs> um, E3 this year was, I think, I would say Microsoft won. Microsoft definitely won, and I don't even, nef- I mean, they didn't even really blow me away. I no. thought E3 in general was very just blah. I think
1: the big thing for me for Microsoft is you could tell they're they're and I mean, they're going all in. We're a month and a half late at this point, but whatever. You like to hear us talk. They're going all in on next gen. That's yep. what they're these five studios and Ninja Theory is ours now. and We're opening up this other studio in Sony's, you know, um, Sony's backyard and all this other stuff. They're getting ready. I, I'm already going to predict that they win the next console war just because it seems like it's always a cycle. Yeah. Like Xbox 360 dominated PS3, PS4 well, you know They say about war. time. It's a flat circle, Sean.
2: sure is. Was that in the movie? I don't know what that's from. You just (laughs) always say (laughs) it. I
1: think it's Hawking. But for some reason, in my mind, somebody in a... a, What's it called? Inception. Interception. Time is a flat circle. Um, What else did you want to talk about? Before we get into games
2: and all that fun stuff. Um, Before games? Uh... I don't know. I oh, are we doing we're doing SummerSlam?
1: Oh, yes. So tune in next week um next Friday the 17th, I think it is. Yep. We will have our SummerSlam predictions. That'll be the next episode that goes up live. Um so next Friday the 17th, I think we're going to have a Fatal 4-Way uh on for that. Um I will confirm that after this, but either way we will have our SummerSlam prediction show going up live next Friday or actually it might even be up Thursday depending on when we record. Um, but it'll be up in time before SummerSlam. I am more excited for SummerSlam than anything this year, I think regard, And I will save all my thoughts um, on the main event for the prediction show, but I'm, I'm actually excited. excited.
2: I am. I I, 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 it's like Brock and Roman again. It's, Rollins and Dolph again. Yeah. It's Owens and Strowman again. And it's like, mm-hmm. uh, I'm excited for Joe and AJ. So God. far, that's the one thing that I I'm can't I'm trying to not see. even
1: get too excited for that because I got excited for AJ and Nakamura the first time and the second yeah. time and the third time, and then the fourth time they finally got it right. But yeah. But either way, yeah, our SummerSlam prediction show will be live next Friday, the seventeenth. Please be excited. Um anything else? This is mainly going to be a free-flowing conversation this week that might or depending on the Tullamalore. Tumbledore? Tumbledore. (laughs) Tumbledore. Um, What were you trying to say? What is it called? Oh, Tullamore? Tullamore. What was I saying? Tullamalore? You said Tumbledore. I don't know. Before we get into really what we've been playing this week, because there's one game I want to spend a lot of time on, and I think we're going to. Yep. Sean, I have an announcement to make. What's that? This week, uh, I was very busy. Do you know why? Why? Because this week, I earned (sighs) four platinum trophies. In a week? Now, what I want you to do is I want you to pull up your phone. Batman. Nope. I'd already done that. We'll we'll get to that in a minute. I want you to go on your phone, and I want you to go to YouTube, and I want you to type in... Little Adventure on the Prairie. I've I've become a monster. So I now have, I got four more Platinums this week. Two of them came from Little Adventure on the Prairie, whereas if you follow Kotaku, an article went up this past week with a developer that basically said, hey, I made this game and I made it super easy. I poured it over from Android and I did it and I added easy Platinums just for, for $2 just to get people to buy it. This is the worst game I've ever played. I would rather play. My name is May. Wait, how
2: does the one game
1: has two platinums? One game is on PS4 and Vita.
2: Yeah. Okay. So, what do you want? Which? Let's do you want me to just pull up some? Gameplay? Oh, just I
1: want you to watch. I you just I just want you to see. You don't have to like do volume or anything. I just want you to see while I talk about the worst game I've ever played. But I did get two platinums because I had like leftover money in my wallet, my PSN wallet, for some reason, from like a gift card or something. What in the world? So I played Little Adventure on the Prairie, and if you don't know what that is, you should. Is this not like a joke? It. No, it's a real game.
2: But I mean, are they trying to make it? Yes, he purpo- he
1: said I made it ridiculously easy, and what it just I, I basically it's two dollars for a platinum trophy
2: just to fund the next
1: game he's going to make. This is the game I played. It is the there's no sound effects you're just this weird like he's like prancing like little goat bo- his feet look like little goat boy things I don't even <laughs> know if it's a he or a she I don't know what it is and you go around and you just hack these I'm enemies. guessing
2: nothing ever really changes No
1: you can't well the backgrounds change and the enemies change but you can't But like are
2: you even controlling it?
1: You're controlling you just, it but you can never really tell when you hit them because there's no sound effects. You just go But right. I mean
2: if yep. somebody like hitting square 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 he's square, going square 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 and,
0: and then you holding go holding right
1: yeah Oh no, I didn't do that because I I would get killed by those enemies if I just kept walking. Well, he's not. He must have it. hacked or something, or he he knows a better way to play it. But there, there's are there life bosses? potions everywhere. No, there's no bosses. So how I got, long did you spend on this? Oh man, it probably took me a good uh, twenty five minutes on each to get the platinum. Um, so that was bad. But then a new game came out that I heard Greg Greg platinumed. Twice. And I heard Colin talk about it as well, called Super Destronaut DX. And five bucks cross by uh, PS4 and Vita, and I got the platinum on that both times uh, in about 20 to 25 minutes each. This game was actually fun, because it's like, it's not Asteroids. What is the game, like Centipede? Galaga. No, oh, no. Uh, Vertical Shooter on the Atari. That's not, Asteroids is where you spun the guy around. Yeah, it's... Yeah, 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 like the little triangle thing. This is yeah. like Centipede, except with um, spaceships. Super E, like you got to get to 100,000, like 10,000, 25,000, 50,000, 100,000 points. You got to beat these 12 challenges, and you got to do hardcore mode, time attack mode. Like it at least encourages you to do different things. It's actually fun, because I like vertical scrolling shooters. But I mean, I didn't get it because it was going to be fun. I got it for the Platinum, and I don't know what is happening to me. But
2: So, okay. <clears throat> Are trophies... 100 percent at the discretion i guess of the developer so like why do some games not have them if i mean a lot of games if not all games have trophies and then the platinum is basically you got all the trophies so why are there games that have a bunch of trophies but no platinum for getting all the trophies
1: so because colin and greg have yelled about this for a while you can pretty much put a platinum as you can see in any game right you just have to all the trophies have to basically work and they have to make sense uh like they have to go through sony like submission and stuff so sony has to go through and that was weird noise they have to basically play through everything and make sure the trophies work and there's no glitches or anything like that but that's why colin more than greg really in the past has always been like just hire me as a trophy consultant like or actually no they've both pretty much been very vocal about it but like Platinum trophies, I, I, I get it now. Now again, I've gone off the deep. End. Like
2: between these four trophies for these two games, and I am mayonnaise or whatever that. Mayo, Excuse,
1: hello, my name is Mayo.
0: Like,
2: I mean, people are basically just selling trophies at this point, point. and that's where I'm kind of shocked. PlayStation doesn't step in and be like, "No, this is ridiculous." There should and be part some... of me thinks it's kind of funny because kind of funny, kind of funny. Not you so much. But people way worse than you that really they have like 300 fart into these platinum. They trophies. play like
1: Barbie's Dream, Barbie's Dream Racer, and stuff. Well, see,
2: where I think it's funny is I get a little, I get a lot of amusement from just imagining that there are some hardcore platinum enthusiasts out there that probably hate this and
0: like, exactly they're, like I'm doing
2: like, Oh, they're just selling platinums. And I do get a little enjoyment. The fact that they're getting so upset yes. about this, there are people, but it is pretty ridiculous. People
1: are pissed at uh, Celeste, which we'll talk about in a little bit that assist mode is in Celeste. I've only played, I haven't even those, turned it on. I don't have not I've, I've that only means, played those 15, 20 minutes. We'll talk about that in a minute, but like assist mode doesn't turn off any trophies. So I guess you can just play through the whole game on assist mode. Okay. If you want, but I don't know how, as difficult as I've, like you talking about the B sides and then there's also C sides, like, I don't even know how, I didn't know you, that. so I don't know. But there's people on, on Reddit and stuff they are like, this shouldn't even count as a platinum trophy. You should be like, and they're like, dude, it's a made up thing, like for a video game, like just chill. So I, I agree with you. I see both sides. This thing was more just like I had the money in my wallet and I was like, whatever. Uh, but Wait, super, so how
2: many do you have total now? 22. I mean, it's it's way more than I'll ever have, but it's not like that ridiculous.
1: I mean, honestly, I've got 16 because two are My Name is Mayo, two are Adventures on the Prairie or whatever the thing was called, and then two are
2: the Super Destronaut DX. But and to be fair, two of them are Batman that you literally just have to You just play, play through, through the
1: game. and eventually I'm gonna get I'm gonna finish Tales from the Borderlands. So that'll be twenty three. Mana will hopefully be twenty four. We'll play through that in a minute. I, I want my twenty-fifth, unless Spider-Man has a trophy list that's achievable. Achievable, <laughs> achievable like God of War was. I don't think I'll platinum Spider-Man because I just I can just envision freaking Riddler trophies or something. Man. obviously not Riddler, but you know what I mean. Some stupid collectible that there's hundred and forty of and I'm just not gonna do it. If it's similar to God of War, then that might be my 25th, or I, I don't know. I don't know how it's going to shake out. Eventually, I would like to try to get this last platinum, but now, hearing you talk about that game, I'm like, I don't think it's
2: ever going to happen. Well, if you can do it on assist well, mode. I, but then it's like... that's. But I don't even know what... My what do you mode. know what
1: assist mode is? I don't.
0: Okay. Because
2: right. yeah. I haven't tried it.
1: So, before we get into what I was playing, I just had to make that confession. Um. Yeah, I'm not proud. It's Greg Miller's fault. He tweeted it. <laughs> And it's Kotaku's fault for writing about the stupid Little little Venture on the Prairie game. But now let's talk about some real games, Sean. Yes. We have both been playing a game for the last week plus that we both All right,
2: really well, let's, like. Let's do Celeste first. Okay, let's do Celeste first, then.
1: So, Celeste.
2: You asked, and I responded, and I'll reiterate it now. I actually kind of regret getting... Well, that's true. I can't even get a Platinum because I bought a Switch. So there goes that platinum, but I bought it on the switch and not for that reason, but I do kind of regret it because, because the D-pad. yeah, so
1: you should borrow my 8-bit dough. I don't know how to say that. 8-bit Do Nintendo 8-bit dough. It's such a stupid it's name, a stupid name, but the controller is amazing. You should try to, you actually, you should borrow that from my, from, from me and try to play it yeah. out that. I, I guarantee well, it'll be So easier. when I
2: play it with anybody that's played Celeste, you can do these little midair dash things. And you do it in the direction that you push on the D-pad. There are many times where it's very important that you go up and to the right or up back, or up into and to the, the left. left or whatever. And that doesn't work so well, at least on the pro. It's like I hit up, but the game thinks I'm just ever so slightly going up and to the right. And so I go that way and I die. And it drives me nuts. Anybody that's played the game... Knows how difficult some of these levels are, and when you've made it to the end, and all you gotta do is dash up to beat the level, and you dash up into the right into like spikes or something, and you die. I have this is more frustrated than I've been with a game in a very long time, but it is fun. I do like the game. This then I actually went back and started using the Joy Cons in the thing, but then after about ten minutes of sucking at that. You've got the I remembered kind of that, yeah, that's why I kept dying, because I'm like, I'm not sitting right in front of this stupid Switch, and then I'm like, and I think I went back and just started playing. Oh, no, I finished up because I was close, just standing in front of it and looking <laughs> up at the TV like that. I'm like, this game, I need to just play. Like, I don't mind the, the controls. Yeah. I would almost rather just play this game in handheld mode. Yeah. I think that's the way I'm going to do it now. Yeah. But love the game. The B-sides are ridiculous I almost don't even want to try assist mode because I feel like once I do, stop. it's going to be hard yeah. to go back. But so far, I've only beaten the first two levels, worlds, whatever you want to call them, and the B-sides for both. Um, it's fun, but holy moly, it is frustrating. But I really like the game, and it's, that's one I'll play through eventually. See, this but... is why
1: I wish, I wish you had played more of God of War, so I wish I could ask you... The feeling when you beat a B-side is the same feeling as beating one of the hard Valkyries.
2: I I mean, was it like one of those where you're like,
0: yes!
2: Yeah. On some of the stages of the B-sides, yeah. But by the time I beat the full second B-side, well, the funny thing is you get to the end. I don't remember how the first one ended. I think it was pretty easy. But you get to like the end of it, and then all you have to do is touch this like heart or something to like okay. end it. That's what you collect, and it's. Over. Are there
1: still strawberries there to collect?
2: Or are they only? In I don't regular think so. Levels? Okay. Um, and the first one is just there, and you just hit it, and you beat it. The second one, they make you work for it, and it's just these. Uh, there's like these two long vertical walls that mm-hmm. like appear, and then disappear, and then appear. <laughs> And disappear, and you need to boom, boom. You got to like bounce up them, and there's a few of those power ups that give you another dash. And so you need to time it so that when you, oh god, so that you get one, so that when they disappear, you can dash to kind of stay in the air, and then they appear again, so you can start doing your wall jumps and get to the, you know, it's that kind of thing. I spent like 20 minutes just trying to get the stupid heart at the end to beat it, and it was one of those things where I, once I beat it, I wasn't even happy. I was just like thank if God you. I yeah. threw the controller at the couch and I'm just like I'm done yeah. like I mean I was glad that I beat it but that game is frustrating
1: so the reason the main reason remember when we when I knew I was getting Street Fighter 30 and you were thinking about getting yeah. it and I was like you've got to get it on ps4 and you're like what well, I, I was like trust me get it and the only reason I said that was because the d-pad on the ps4 is perfect yeah like when we did our street fighter or ultra street fighter stream a year ago like i remember playing that there were times where it's like i would go down to forward but i must have barely touched a little too high on the right part of the d-pad and i jump and i was like what the hell is happening like yeah as much as i love that pro controller that d-pad is not good nintendo has made some of the best d-pads in history that pro controller is not one of them yep um but that was the main reason. Like I said, I don't think I'll ever get the Platinum on Celeste. But that was the main reason I got it on PS4 is I want to play with a real D-pad. Yeah. I don't want to play with that that damn Pro Controller. Or, again, my my 8-bit dough, I wish that would have been out when the Switch first came out because I would have never even got a Pro Controller. I would have just got that. I love that thing. And
2: you're welcome yeah. to
1: borrow it because I'm not going to play the Switch anytime soon now. Yeah. So you probably should because it, it just takes a, it takes USB-C to charge it just like um the Pro the Controller Pro. does. So. Hmm. You just think it. I would take that. I guarantee you like Celeste better playing with that.
2: Yeah, probably.
1: I would try that. All right, on to happier talks. Yes. We've both been playing a game for the last week. Sean beat it. I have not yet. I want to talk Chasm. So Chasm is a PS4 slash Vita exclusive. It's also out on PC, but that doesn't even matter. So in development for six years, Metroidvania, but it's a procedurally generated Metroidvania, but it's also not really, it's just procedurally generated when you start, like you get your map.
2: But like, I wonder what, like, I wonder if I watched you play right now, if I'd be like, oh yeah, that's not the way my map is. Like, I wonder if it would even, if I would notice. So
1: what I've read about it, and I think they, they said this in the PS blog post that they did is that, the main rooms are the same for everybody, yeah. like where you fall down the elevator, right? Yeah, all that, and where you got the 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 three numbers. Yeah. Now the number combination is different for me than it was for you because the other rooms have different paintings and stuff. But anyways, right. the main the main path through the game is the same. It's going from I would describe it like this: going from A, A and B are going to be the same for us, but the way you get from A <clears throat> to B it could be different. Yeah. Um. Now the other game I was I was playing not too long ago was I finally beat Symphony of the Night. I told Sean I'm gonna stick with it. I've never got more than twenty minutes into it. I got more than twenty minutes into it as soon as I got that Bastlard. I was like, Oh, this isn't even that good. A- it turns out it's not even that good a weapon, but it was yeah, fast. So I was yeah. like, Now I know how to attack. I know to how to how to play this game, and I loved it. And I beat it. Um. So I, I've been excited for Chasm ever since I first saw it and kind of. Did Fun you? So you never went ago.
2: back. Did you ever go back to the area in, like, the upside-down Coliseum area where there's that boss fight I told you you didn't do? No. Do you want to know what it is? Yeah. You fight, you know, Symphony of the Night-looking, better graphics-looking, Sifa, C- Sifa, Grant. Bull! And um, who else would it be? It wouldn't it be Alucard, Alucard, obviously. Was it just two is it of Richter? Them? I don't remember it being Richter because it wouldn't be. But why do I think there's three of them? But you fight like next gen Cypher and Graham. Yeah. Holy crap. But there's three. Who am I forgetting? It's obviously not Alucard. It wouldn't be Richter. That's it. Those are the four characters. Well, now I got to look it up. But yeah, that's the boss fight. Um, okay, well, now I want
1: to <laughs> fire up my Vita again. Um. So I was super excited for Chasm. Ever since I first saw this on um, kind of funny, I think it was at GDC 2015 when I first saw this game. And I was like, This game looks beautiful. Um, I wasn't into Metroidvanias yet then, but I just knew it looked fun. Oh, Trevor.
2: Trevor, That's that's why. Yeah, it's Trevor. That's That's why I'm like, it wouldn't be Richter. Yeah.
1: Holy crap. But it's their like... PlayStation sprites? Yeah. Holy God. Okay.
2: It's pretty fun. It's not even difficult. It's How have I cool. not had that
1: spoiled in 21 years? Anyways.
2: I forgot when I got back there. I'm like, oh God, what is this? And I'm like, oh, I forgot about this. That's the coolest boss fight ever. Yeah.
1: Um, but I've been hyped up for Chasm for over three years now. They finally announced the release date. I told Sean, like, you probably don't know about this game, but you've got to get this game. Um. I am about four and a half hours into it I think game clock I've died quite a few times because I'm not good at video games so I'm probably I probably played it for five and a half to six hours I would guess something like that but I freaking adore this game I love this game so much now I will say so before I forget because you can't comment on this it is cross by and cross save with Vita which is awesome However, when it first launched, they've patched it since. But when it first launched, you could upload your save from the Vita to the cloud, but you couldn't download a save from the PS4 to the Vita from the cloud, which was very frustrating. Okay. Also, ugh, I love my Vita, but that D-pad is not good. And in this game, there's so many times where I was like, what enemy was I fighting? It wasn't the, the flamethrower flame guys. What was it? It was somebody where was trying to duck an attack. And I would duck and turn the wrong way. And I just, just like, wanted to throw my Vita. It was so frustrating. Um, so it's it, it's on the Vita. If that's the only way you can play it, that's great. But this game should be played on the PS4. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: I love this game. I have not beaten it. Sean, however, has beaten it. Don't spoil anything for me. But I want to so, know your thoughts on this game now that you've actually beaten it all the way. And so have my you stats. already restarted it? Wait. Is, is there an end game? Can you keep going? Or do you have to start over? You, I have Like, a, if I want to get, you can go back map, into it, like your last save or whatever.
2: Yeah, but okay. it's still. But you save it. It's like, do you want to save your game after the ending and everything? However, there's something that happens at the ending that you're like, well, that's weird because that would change everything, and I haven't gone back to actually see if it did or not. Okay, but you can continue playing, and I assume everything is just but like you it can was, also but,
0: copy
1: your save to a new slot. I think yeah, when you go to manage, I think, I think so. so.
2: Okay, so I beat it in. Eight hours and 43 minutes. Um, It says I explored 100.0%. However... You didn't get the trophy? That's not true because there's areas, you know, every square on the map, there are a few I didn't get to in the last area because I went one way instead of that way. And then you get to parts similar to in the caves when you go down the elevator shaft. Okay. Where you there's no getting back. Yeah. So I need to go back to that area That's and explore. Cool. So I know there's places I haven't I think, been, so I don't know how they measure that, but I know I, I didn't get a hundred. I think I heard
1: somebody say you have to get it. But before that last world. 106%. I think oh, is really?
2: I read, yeah. well so before that last world, I hit everything. Is there more than the four that I've been to? Is there a fifth? There's six.
0: Oh my god, I'm nowhere near. The okay. fifth
2: sucks. The sixth is actually pretty easy okay. and pretty straightforward. Okay. The fifth was not fun.
1: I'm still waiting for that double jump. I haven't found it yet. It's got to be there. Because um, there's definitely areas that I can't get to because I can't do a double jump or fly or something.
2: I killed 1,957 enemies. So real close to 2,000. I don't know if that means anything. I took 8,540 damage. I, know, I probably I've taken more than that. But it doesn't tell me how many times I died, which I'm like, that's what oh, I would like to that's know. Weird. But it says I earned a silver medal. I'm like, you know what? If I explored 100% and I rescued 100%, I think I did pretty good. But yeah. apparently that's only good enough for a silver medal. Um, but no, the game's awesome. I definitely want to go back and play it again. Um, I'm not too concerned with the platinum just because I'm not. Just because I'm not. You don't want to go back you and You have to beat it on hard. hard, and then you have to beat it on mortal, which I'm assuming is worse oh, than hard.
1: No, mortal, you can't die.
2: Oh. Uh, mortal is permadeath. Oh. oh. I think it's like... You can't die as in... You're not allowed to die. Not that you can't die. If you die, it's game over. Oh my god. There's no way. Well then there's no way. I'm I think this it's platinum.
1: I didn't realize that was a trophy. Yeah. I think it's normal. Yeah, you have to beat it on hard and mortal, is, mortal. If you die, you you die. It's like real life. It's <laughs> real life. If you die, you die.
2: Oh, I would be oh God. <laughs> nope. I would be way too frustrated. Yeah. Um But no, the game plays be it's just the right amount of backtracking and exploring to where it never feels like a chore um it's laid out pretty well like it's not a huge game the way it's laid out i think maybe it's because they all have their own individual maps where mm-hmm. symphony of the night there's all the little areas but they're but all together on the map and i think that kind of threw me for a <laughs> loop this game it's like when i get like a new ability i'm like i know right where i need to use exactly. that and because the game's not huge but it's 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 pretty big, Um, but I liked that. Um, I uh, I really really like this game. I hope there's a Chasm two coming. I hope it's not six years in the making. Yeah, but it also makes me want to look for, or it makes me look forward that much more to Bloodstained. Yeah, I don't know how if that's as good as this game, I'll be thrilled. Is there
1: any chance that game actually comes out this year? I say there's no chance. I I don't think there's no way. We would have yeah. a date by now if it was still coming out this year.
2: Yeah. Um, but no, this game is what was it? Twenty bucks? Twenty bucks. It was a totally hundred. If worth you pre-ordered
1: it, it was sixteen if you have PS plus.
2: Right, yeah. Totally worth it. If you like Metroidvania style games, your Symphony of the Night, your any Metroid ever, pretty much. Pick this game up. It's a lot of fun. It's better than Shadow Complex. It's better than Axiom Verge. I think it's better than Yeah, it's it's better than Axiom Verge. It's better than I mean, I I would put it behind Symphony of the Night, probably. And then, uh, I don't know. It may be number two. Like, it's way up there for me.
1: I, now this is going to be sacrilege, and I just beat this game a month ago. I kind of like it better than Symphony of the Night. I think I'd put it behind Super Metroid still. But, something about this game, and maybe it's what you were saying, how each area is its own world. It, it, it. I feel more encouraged to explore in this than I did in Symphony of the Night. Symphony of the Night, once I got to the Upside Down Castle and I found all five pieces, I was like, where's Dracula? I just want to fight him and beat it. Not because I yeah. didn't like the game, but I was like, I want to know how this epic game ends. Like, I don't want to go all over the Upside Down Castle. And the enemies, they went from like difficulty here to like, yeah. difficulty here. I'm like, no, no, no. Give me Dracula. I, would, I just want to fight him and beat it. And I did. Whereas this, every time I get a new ability, I'm like, okay, so where could I do, where did, where was that part that I thought I needed a morph ball? I'll just say that. Um, there's no morph ball in this. You know what I mean? And yeah. I'm, I'm still waiting for that double jump cause I remember the areas I got to go for the double jump cause that's the only way I can get to whatever's up there. It, it like invites you at least this is the way I feel. It invites you to explore more than Symphony of the Night.
2: And getting around is very, very easy. I love the teleport
1: system yeah. and and not only, not just the teleports, but then you go through these these doors that take you to different parts of each world. It's like they it's it's their fast travel system and it works so well, yeah, so well. Um, I love this game. I've seen some people like stupid Patrick Klepek because he's he's a whiny little friggin'. Um, was like uh, the games uh, because it's procedurally generated. But what if you only play the new game once? Then you don't know what the procedurally generation adds to it, and therefore, what is the point?
0: Go. F then yourself.
1: who cares? Then Just don't shut even up. think. Did you it like is... the game or not? God, I hate Klepik so much. I'm Ugh. so glad he blocked me. Oh, God! There's are so. I'm I'm becoming so much more like Khan. Like, I just don't care anymore. I'm glad yeah. he blocked me. He's an idiot. And all the people liked when I was like, really, this is what you blocked me for. Good. I got so many likes. So whatever. Um, I love chasm. I think right now, if I were to score it, I haven't beaten it yet, but I don't think it'll change much. Um, I'm hoping to beat it this week because Madden comes out Friday and I'm excited about Madden for the first time in like three or four years, I think.
2: Um, it's like an 8.5. I think it's a solid 8.5 for me. I'd say probably a nine for me. Yeah. It's it's really good. and you know, while I was playing it, like I told you, I'm like, I'm already looking forward to going back and playing it again. Part of it was even though I don't really care, part of me was like, this is a platinum that I would get, and I wouldn't care that I got the platinum, but I would feel like I accomplished something. That's why But now that I know I'll never because I'm not doing it on mortal. No, I didn't mind. And I, I finally someone, looked at some of the trophies I was missing. Like I didn't complete my bestiary, and there's a couple other ones I didn't do, but I could do. Yeah, and I think I could beat it on hard. Not more. I'm not beating it on mortal. if
1: mortal's a trophy. There's
2: no way. Uh, yeah, so it's never gonna happen. But the, it, I do still kind of want to go back and try it on hard. Yeah, especially now knowing more, you know, knowing a little bit more how to play it and stuff. I could beat it on hard. Yeah, but I'll probably let it sit for a little bit before i go back to it but
1: now see that's to to defend trophies i can't defend my week of trophies but trophies in general like that's why i do kind of wish that nintendo would have come out with some kind of achievement system whatever because it's like it's it's a nice like checklist or whatever you want to call it for it's something to motivate you to go through the game like would would Zelda have had a trophy for getting all 7,000 Korok seeds? I guess it might have. I don't know. But like everything else, like do this many side quests or or find this many weapons or upgrade to have this many weapon spots and this well, many shield spots. It's like it, it gives you kind of motivation. It's like a metagame inside the game. When trophies are done right, when they're done wrong, like six of my platinums that they are, they're completely worthless. But when they're done right, like God of War was perfect. Horizon Zero Dawn was perfect. Um There are some trophy lists that are absolutely perfect.
2: Well, see, I can somewhat appreciate trophies from the just the accomplishment side of things. Yeah. My issue, not to be too, you know, holier than thou, but like the way people use it to like brag, it's like, oh, that's stupid. Get a life. Like, I 100%ed. Um, ocarina of time back on n64 like beat everything got all the heart pieces got all the skull tools, got all the weapons got all the this got you know got the best uh, wallet and quiver and bomb bag and this and that i got the stupid cow you get in your house you can have free lawn milk like i did everything 100 and i felt accomplished correct never once was there any part of me that was like Man, I wish I got like a digital trophy that I could show off to people. Like, I don't care. But it's fun to feel like you've done everything you can do in a game. Right. Now, like you said, if one of the you know, if Zelda, if Ocarina tracked your progress and all you had to do is get it to a hundred percent. But for exactly. whatever reason, one of the things maybe to get the last bomb bag upgrade, you had to kill ten thousand Octorax.
1: Octorax. Right.
2: To where it's not even fun and you're just grinding. Like, I I don't care about that. Like, right. I would be fine ending at ninety nine point nine percent because that's a ridiculous thing to have to do. It's not even difficult. It's just time consuming. That kind of stuff I don't get the point of. But like as far as just doing everything there is to do in Ocarina, I felt accomplished. Yes. And I think when I did it, I beat the game without dying. Like so I feel like I've done everything really? there is to do in that game. And I felt Satisfied. I felt accomplished, and I was happy. You always left me satisfied, man. But I don't care that I don't get like a trophy for it. I don't know. That's that's I, I guess my it's, thoughts. But it's there. also it's also games
1: like if a game if like if Zelda had a hundred percent tracker, like here's your progress towards like Breath of the Wild has some kind of tracker, but I yeah. don't know what it's. You have to like step on every square inch of the map or something. But then you've got other things. The other side of that is why you should have trophies. Is something like stupid Super Mario Odyssey, which I'm I wouldn't if I could go back and re rank my top ten from last year. I think I'd put it even lower. Um, you've got all the stars that you can collect, and then you can buy. And then you just buy ninety nine on want. every one. Yeah. But then there's even more that you can like they like the stars are not a good way to manage your ter- or to track your progress through that game because they don't even they they really don't mean anything.
2: Everything's made up and the stars Points don't, don't matter. matter.
1: It's just whatever. I don't even know what we're. Oh yeah, chasm. I will not be platinum Platinuming chasm. No, I won't either. Um, but, but I do want to go back and play it again. I hope to beat this game this week. Uh, we're recording this Sunday night. Um, hopefully, I can beat it this week because, like I said, Madden comes out Friday, and again. Oh, gamer bro, you like Madden, whatever. No, it's just the Giants are exciting me for the first time in many years, so I'm excited to play Madden. Yeah. Saquon's going to be a beast.
2: FYI, when you get to the fifth area in Chasm, Mm -hmm. it's not really a spoiler. There are no, there are zero saves. So do not hold out. Do not hold out thinking you're about to die and, oh, maybe there's not. There's no save rooms. Okay. So I do have a warp scroll, so I can get out. You keep that, or okay. buy more, or always keep track of how to get back. There is the orange thing; like you can warp to the world, but if you want to save, you need to get your way back to that. So to really, leave. You're trying save. to
1: find the teleport rooms, not save rooms. But there's
2: only one. Oh my God. There's the one with like this the, the door, it. and that's it. Okay. So world, or you know, the fifth area is a little weird, and it's difficult. So,
0: yeah.
1: <sighs> well, I'm still looking forward to it. I love this game so far. Another game I really loved. I'm going to run through what I've been playing. Uh, Batman The Enemy Within. So I beat that since the last time we recorded. Okay.
2: Episode one of this season was fantastic. So, well, I don't know if you want to spoil it. Maybe we can talk off camera. But I'm not going to play it. I'm curious what the story is, but we don't have to it's, it's very spoil it for them.
1: It's Joker-centric, and as much as neither of us really liked... Uh, Anthony and Gruber's Joker in the first season of Batman, I freaking loved him in it. He is like, he is way up there on Joker. Like animated Jokers, he's barely behind Mark Hamill. He Man. was so good in this. He was so good. So basically, I'll, I mean, the the season ended like three months ago. I played it late. I got a platinum for it. Um you've got this uneasy relationship like you had in season one with the Joker. The whole, the whole thing is about the relationship between Bruce slash Batman and the Joker. Um, and as you go through the season, depending on your relationship, with if you don't want spoilers for this, skip ahead two minutes. We'll do this. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to get really into it, but I'm just doing the broad strokes. Oh, let's paint a happy tree. Um, your relationship with the joker it evolves to where either he becomes more of a friend to you or he becomes more of an adversary that seems really basic but basically you get to episode one's great episode two and three really really drag episode four and five are fantastic because in episode four and five Joker will either be and they've actually did this in all their promotional stuff, which I think was a bad move to spoil it for people but Joker will either be the joker. Or he will be, he will be criminal Joker or vigilante Joker, where he is teaming up with Batman in his own sadistic way. Where instead of throwing batarangs, he's throwing smiles that are like razor sharp, and like like people are bleeding to death and stuff like that. But he thinks he's like he's like Batman. Look, I'm doing a great job. Blah blah blah, and it all culminates in this awesome scene with the two of them in this like warehouse control room thing. Um, it's just it's so well do- like I, I think when this does go on sale because eventually you'll be able to get it for like five bucks or something it is so worth it not for the platinum or anything like that but to actually see it because you're not going to go look at YouTube for 10 hours to see this all day. right yeah it is so worth it the way that this ends with the two of them in this one slow this one really tiny like the size of this table really this room where they're sitting next to each other and they're staring at each other and they've been through this crazy battle and all this other stuff and then it's like then it kind of cuts to black and you see the epilogue. You have an awesome scene with Alfred where you have to make a choice where I'm like. Nick and I were texting after like, he was like, what did you do? I was like, I thought this was the only thing I could do. And he's like, but I don't know what to do. What should I do? Like, I, I like I went back to the, I pushed the PlayStation button to go back to the home so I could think about what choice I have to make. I think either way, I think I know what ends up happening. But this choice with Alfred and, and your your relationship with Alfred throughout it changes so much. Catwoman does come back, which is awesome. Um, It is so; those episodes four and five are freaking amazing.
2: Now, were there any issues with this one? Like there was season one, like I had no invisible people beating me up and stuff
1: like that. But now, again, I played it months, a couple months after every episode came out, so I was they they probably had had time to fix it. Yeah. Yeah, but it's. If I could cheat, this would probably end up somewhere on my top ten list, but I don't even know like episode four and five came out this year, one, two and three were last year. I'm like, whatever I don't care, but it it's it's so worth it whenever it goes on sale, I am telling you you would like it, yeah, if you can get episode one's great, two and three just know that they suck, but four and five are completely worth the price of admission.
2: I had so much fun playing it, hmm. yeah, if it's on sale, I would buy it, but it's so good. Now
1: the next game that I also played, uh, and this game actually sucked. Wow, this is going to be an—I knew this was going to be an awesome podcast. Um, Tacoma. Mm. Now, if you know me and you've been listening to us for the last, my God, two and a half years, you know I wasn't the biggest uh, Gone Home fan that there is, right, Sean? That is correct. That is correct. Fulbright made a new game. They made Tacoma. It is this. Uh, it first came out on Xbox and PC. Just came to PlayStation a few months ago. It's like an AR game where basically you go to this space station that is completely abandoned, and you're almost like this detective where you're trying to figure out what happened to the people that were on here. And you do it sounds that. like
2: a drift so far, which I hated. But go on.
1: Is there AR in a drift? Augmented reality. So basically what you're doing no. is instead of looking at like security camera footage, you're accessing these archives and you're seeing these AR things play out where you see like a yellow person over here and a blue person over here. And then there's like a pink person two rooms over.
2: And Did you, you can- ever play Everybody's Gone to the Rapture? No. Because it kind of sounds like that. You're like I've seeing. I've got it. Like- I just never played it. Okay.
1: But so what you do is you push play and then you'll have like these checkpoints on like this tape that's playing and it'll be like a pink check mark, a blue check mark, a yellow check mark. So, you know, at this point in time, you need to focus on the pink person. They're, they're saying something about the story and then the next check mark will be like the yellow and they're way over there. So you gotta be like, wait, pause. Let me go over to the yellow person's room, see what they're talking about, how it relates to everything. And then you go, you can like rewind and all this other stuff. In theory sounded really cool. It was like, I don't know why I got my hopes up when I didn't like Gone Home. This doesn't have, this is not, like I said, Gone Gone Home was like Oscar bait. This isn't Oscar bait at all. This is just not a good game. Yeah. It's just, I would not tell, I platinum this also. Um, it's And the platinum was broken. I had to restart the game because there's this one part where you're, you're in a space station. So you're in zero gravity and you have to make a, a three pointer with this basketball from like far away on this hoop. The basketball disappeared in my game. So I had to restart just to make a three-point. It was stupid.
2: Um, but you did get the platinum? I got the platinum. Okay. Uh,
1: It's just... It was the... Spoiler alert for our podcast at the end this year, unless something else blows my mind in the next four months. By far, my most disappointing game of the year.
2: Really?
0: Yeah.
1: Not even close. Like, I would not even tell you to download it with my ID and play through it. It's not even worth it.
2: So is it... I mean, it sounds like it's a combination of story and gameplay. Like, was the story not even good, or you just didn't like the way it played out? It or? ended
1: very abruptly. Nothing really happens, but nothing can happen when... It's one of those things where it's... Actually, Gone Home had this problem, too. Like, the story has already happened. You're just finding out the story. Afterwards. That's how Rapture You know was. what I mean? Okay. but it's But you can do it right. Like, Edith Finch that was all just reading journals and experiencing stuff like that made it emotional. There was no emotion in this at all. I was like, this person's in love with this person and and there was an explosion here, but everybody's okay. And then they just, they do whatever. I'm not going to spoil it if you care, but like it's, it was a waste of time. Yeah. I really wanted to like that game, especially because I felt bad for how much I don't like going home. I'm never going to play another Fulbright game again. If he if they put out another game, I'd be like, I, no, I'm good. There's no part of me that wants to play this game. Here's one we can both talk about, Sean. Okay. Bloodstained Curse of the... Ah, uh, yes. So, Sean and I grew up, obviously, on the NES. Um... One of our favorite games, I think we both agree, the best Castlevania game on the NES was Dracula's Curse Castlevania 3. Yes. Bloodstained: Curse of the Moon. So obviously we said we're excited for Bloodstained to come out this year, Bloodstained proper. We don't know if it's actually going to come out this year. But this was something that I didn't even know was in the works. We talked about it on our last podcast right before it came out, I think. Um it was some they they hit a certain amount of number that that EGA hit on Kickstarter said that they would release an 8-bit Version not an eight-bit version, but still in the bloodstained universe, an eight-bit Castlevania basically game, and this game was fantastic.
2: It's already been—I mean, it's been two, two three, a months. couple months yeah. since I played it. I've already forgotten most of it, but I know. I mean, it is a blatant—and I don't mean—I don't mean this in a bad way at all. It is a blatant Castlevania three yep. ripoff. I mean, ripoff sounds bad. It was—it was very it's much a love a, letter. Yeah. Um. But it was fantastic. I enjoyed the crap out of that game. Um, that's another one. I'll probably go back and play through it again at some point. Um, but for anybody that played the good Castlevanias back in the NES... not ah, Castlevania 2. Yeah, 1 and 3, but mainly 3. You will love this game. It is. It is just perfect. It is a... There's a lot of games that try to do retro, but you can tell they're like, like Shovel Knight. Shovel Knight, well, no, Shovel Knight did it pretty well. No, Shovel Knight did it well. But there are some games that try to do retro, even like Chasm. Chasm looks kind of retro, but it also doesn't. Like, it's just... It's just
1: that art style, but it's not really a retro game. This This is a retro...
2: This is a Nintendo game. Right, it might as well be, yeah.
1: What the hell? Nintendo says that the NES is pronounced Ness. Did you see this? No, I did In WarioWare, Nintendo apparently, Wario actually says the word, something is NES. I don't care what you say, Net. Nintendo, that is the NES, Nintendo Entertainment System. And I swear to God, if anybody comes on here and says SNES, you'll
2: be virtually punched in the face, right? That's exactly how I feel. SNES is worse than NES. About that and GIF. Now you understand why, even though the guy calls it GIF, why uh, I still say, nope, it's okay. GIF.
1: I so. I can I still don't agree with you but I can appreciate that. Curse of the Moon is fantastic. Yes. <laughs> it's 10 bucks for God's sakes. Like it's going to be on my top 10 list unless the rest of this year is crazy and it was $10 like it's so much fun. And that's one of those games that's easy to go back and play and beat it in like 2 hours or whatever. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I want to go back. Apparently you can beat it and I don't know how you do this without taking any companions. I don't think we ever had an option to like apparently you can kill the companions after you beat the boss. I saw that in the trophy list, and there's no platinum. But I saw it in the trophy list, but I'm like, I don't think we were
2: ever given an option. They just joined you, right? I thought. I feel like they gave you a choice, but I thought it was the kind of thing where even if you said no, they'd probably come along. Like, but I always said yes. Yeah. But I think you do have a choice. I just wouldn't have thought that it actually mattered. Yeah. I want to play through it. But I don't game. know if you can beat that game without... I don't I know like you there beat it without the like certain parts that you guy. can't get...
1: But there's so many multiple paths, yeah, through the levels that I think you can like. If you can't make this jump because you don't have the girl from Bloodstain Proper, you right. just got the guy with the sword. You can just go down and around and back. Up. Like there's there's ways yeah. to get around it. That's true. If you don't have the long jump or whatever. Um, what else? So obviously we we love Street Fighter 30th Anniversary Collection. Somebody tied up our Street Fighter series one one. Yep. In just about the most epic way possible. Sorry, the stream was, our computer's not super strong. I think it's because we were recording and streaming at the same time, so it was a little choppy. It was a lot choppy, but we had a lot of fun. We had a lot of fun hanging out with some of Um, Mm y'all. We went just like I thought would happen. We played through 12 games. We were tied six to six. So we went into overtime on Street Fighter 2 Turbo. I went down to nothing, and then I won the the next four, four. which was insane. And I, I reacted accordingly. Um so we are tied 1-1. We've got some fun stuff uh, We'll have a rubber match. Yep, we got some fun stuff planned this November with uh, Nerd 901 that I think we'll uh, I think we'll have a rubber match there. Um so stay tuned for that, but Street Fighter 30 I don't know what else we can say. It's just
2: it's perfect. It's it is it is the arcade game.
1: It is Street Fighter perfection. Um so the next thing I want to talk about, you played this way before I did, Sean. Blossom Tales. Oh yeah. So I finally purchased, it was on sale for like 12 or $13 instead of 20 And I finally was like, I've got to get, I had nothing else to play at that time. I want to play Blossom Tales. If you're not familiar with Blossom Tales, um, and by the way, I'm just going to let you know, Blossom Tales will be on my top 10 list at the end of this year. Now, I do not give a crap that this came out like December 27th <laughs> of 2017 or whatever it was. Yeah. I don't care. This is our channel and it's our list. So I give you permission for this to be on your list as well.
2: I appreciate that permission.
1: This will be very high on my list. If you like 2D Zeldas and you have a Switch, you literally or a PC, you literally have to play Blossom Tales. Would you not agree? I don't know why you wouldn't, yeah. It's so I we we kind of talked about this when I was playing it. I think this is my favorite and I'm like a month removed from playing it now and I still feel this way. This is my favorite non Zelda Zelda, I think. I like it better than Oceanhorn, and I like it better than Crusader. And I, beyond Oasis, I don't even know what to think about that anymore because yeah. I'm so it—it's not as good as Crusader, so I don't think we even need to mention it. But
2: it's that good. To Part be. of me wants to say, well, "Hold up!" But then I'm trying to think of what else it could be. It would be those two. It'd be Crusader, maybe. Hmm. All right. I don't know. So one game you missed out on. I'm pretty sure. Was I think, I think it was just called Eight Bit Dot Game Heroes? No, Three do D Dot that? Game Heroes. Yeah, three. Oh yeah, Three D Dot That's Game Heroes.
1: That's the one game on PlayStation Three that I'm like, I need no, to those? find. The, it was it was three. Oh yeah, it was three. You're I right. need to I need to find that game. I have it. Oh,
2: you do? Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I ever beat it. So the thing in the game, the sword grows uh, yeah, instead of to where paint, it's like right? the size of the screen. Yeah. Like it gets a little ridiculous. But I don't know if I ever beat it. But it's fun. It's the it's kind of game like that...
1: Instead of top-down Zelda, it's almost like if you took Zelda 1 and you kind of went... Instead of down, you kind of went yeah, like this, right? Yeah. yeah. Um,
2: it's a lot of fun. I, I don't know what the story is. It doesn't matter. I don't remember what any of the items were, but it was it was a lot of fun. I'll let you borrow it. I just I've them, heard but, so
1: many good things about that game. Yeah.
2: That was the only other thing that popped into my head as far as favorite non-Zelda Zelda games. Um, But no, Blossom Tales was... It, it's everything... You would well, I don't know, I wouldn't even say it's what you would expect to be. It's what I would hope it would be, yeah, and it was um I was a little worried maybe it wouldn't live up to the hype, but it was exactly what I wanted out of that game. The only thing I didn't like at the
1: beginning, and I got used to it was there's did you ever go through this with a combat when you're swinging your sword it's almost there was times where I felt like I was out of control. Where you swing, like, the way, if you go, like, swing, 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 it's almost like she moves as you're swinging the sword. There there was something about it that just fell off, and I think I got used to it as time went on throughout the game and stuff. But yeah, I don't remember that. There were some puzzles in there that were ridiculously difficult with the disappearing floors where you'd had to, like, walk Oh, we had it. to, yeah, yeah. I
2: forgot about
1: those. I'm like,
2: yeah there was one that was really long i I I had to move quickly i died well not died but i fell many times i
1: got 90 percent of the way was like the furthest i got and i said nope i'm never this this is going to ruin this game for me i'm not trying it again i just walk away from that cave and i never went back
2: really yeah yeah some of them were a little i think i beat them all i mean all the ones i came across yeah
1: now see that's a game again like i have no way to track my progress i don't know if that, I think eventually that will come to PlayStation. I would think probably late this year, maybe early next year. I, I would feel good rebuying that and trying to get the Platinum. Like, yeah. Especially if it's cross by if I can play that on as well, it'd be awesome. Yeah. Um, all right, I've been dominating this podcast. Let me say one more thing I've been playing and then we'll move on. Secret of Mono Remake. Now, before any of you haters, we are about as retro as it gets here. Yes. However... I've only played Secret of Mana... Is that on the SNES Classic? It is. I don't know,
2: but it's on the Pi. Well, yes.
1: <laughs> it's on the SNES, the, the SNES Classic, because Chrono Trigger isn't. Either way, I loved on the Vita Adventures of Mana. I had so much fun with that game. I had tried playing Secret of Mana in the past on the SNES. I, mean, I, I, I can't. No. No. On the Super Nintendo, on the SNES. And I just... Couldn't like I got to the part where you fight the first boss, the ant, where you fall down in the village, and I'm like, Meh.
2: and I could never that's, that's as far as I got when I started playing it on the pie, I'm like, I want to play this. I got there, and I know you can't die because the guy keeps bringing. You just about. keep respawning. I died like seven times. I'm like, I this see. should not be this difficult. I don't know if I'm just really bad at this game or if there's something I don't get, but I just kept. I couldn't dodge when he threw the little hook thing. It seems like it would be so easy to dodge, and every time I moved, can just, It just hit me every
1: time. You I'm can't. Like, you have to hit. So I finally figured out you hit him as he's getting ready to do the sonic boom. You yeah. hit him, that cancels it, your thing recharges, you hit him again. Uh, okay. So as you go on, that's the one thing that I've, that the, the one reason I've never really gotten into Secret Mind in the past was, like Sean always told me, it was like, it's an action RPG like Zelda, but the problem is you've got this gauge at the bottom of your screen, which Adventures of Mana does not have, where basically your attack power regenerates. And when I've read into this game, it's like the creators didn't want you to go up and just hack, 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 hack. They wanted to make you more strategic and stuff. Like I said, it's almost makes it into a turn-based game without being turn-based. But once, you've, once I finally got the hang of the combat in this, I love it. And I really like the art style of Adventures of Mana on the little Vita screen. <laughs> Secret of Mana, when you're playing the actual gameplay, I think it looks really nice. I really like it. Yeah. Now you didn't see any of the cutscenes. No, the cutscenes in this game are god awful. There's not a lot of them, but like, and I I am playing on the uh, although I have no nostalgia for it, I'm playing on the 16 bit soundtrack. Okay, just because it just to me it sounds better, but I it, and it's not nostalgia or anything. I just think it sounds better than the new soundtrack, but. um I've got to be probably about halfway through the game. I think well no, I've beaten like 10 or 11 bosses out of 27, 28, something crazy Jeez. like that. But I am really liking this game now. I will platinum this game cuz it's one of those where it's it's a natural platinum. You beat all the bosses, you beat the game, you get every item, you buy every wardrobe, you get every headgear, uh arm and body whatever it is. You find every weapon, you upgrade every weapon like it's it's a natural that's one of those things that makes sense so it's like an easy platinum as long as you stick with the game and i'll probably platinum it and beat the game um but i really like it i really do think when i beat this i'll just give it to you and you can play through it as you at your at your leisure
2: yeah see i went back and tried playing secret of mana on the snes it didn't i'm pretty sure maybe i never beat it but i know i spent a lot of time on that game on emulators back in the day i couldn't it just i don't know it didn't grab me and i'm kind of shocked because i thought i would get right back into it but i don't know maybe the maybe the updated one will be better i played i think for the first time ever which can't be because again emulators but secret of evermore Mm -hmm. i don't know if it's literally i don't know if it has anything to do with mana but it is the spiritual successor if nothing else like it's got the little bar at the bottom and um This is Evermore, you said? This is Evermore. But what's weird is it, like, at least in the beginning of the game, like, it takes place in the United States. Like, it's one of those weird, like, it's fantasy, but it's not. I don't know. It's really weird. I didn't realize. I don't remember it being exactly like Mana. There's the three. There's Mana, Evermore, and then Illusion Illusion, of Gaia. Illusion of Gaia is totally different. It looks different. It plays different. Whatever. I thought they were all three were pretty different. Mana and Evermore are almost the same game, control gameplay-wise. Yeah, I started a game in that, and it didn't really grab me either. So I don't know. I mean, maybe if I play the, the new version, it'll I'll get hooked on it, but I don't know. I couldn't go back, and it just didn't grab me for some reason. Well the little bit you played over here
1: in my house, you liked it, right? Oh yeah, it's I mean, beautiful. You were it's, just running it, around and hacking and yeah, stuff yeah, just yeah. to just to see the world and stuff, but
2: Right. I can see how the, the combat can be a detriment, but it's there's nothing wrong with it. It's just different. It's
1: it's different. I, I prefer it to to turn based JRPGs and stuff. Right, yeah. Well, that was one question we did get Kevin.
2: Yeah, I was gonna bring that up. Go for it. Uh so Kevin D what's his name? De- Demon Demon Demon. Demon. Kevin D. Demon. Demon. Uh, KD. Asked us about Octopath Traveler. Um, Seems to be a fairly polarizing game. Uh, I haven't actually played it since the demo. I don't have it. Um, That's a game... I'm kind of torn on it because... To me, it looks like it would be fun. It looks like something I would enjoy. But then what I kept reading about it was jrp this jrpg this jrpg that and i'm like uh, and i'm sure that plenty of the games like rpgs that i like would probably be considered jrpgs but when i think of jrpgs i think of like persona which just sorry if you like it it does not speak to me in the least bit i just it doesn't it doesn't interest me at all now I love me some Final Fantasy and Chrono Trigger and all those, which I don't know. Would you call those JRPGs? Depending they're, on the Final they're Fantasy, Japanese. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't know. Um, and so, for whatever reason, when I heard that, it kind of turned me off to it. And I was just like, ah, whatever. The other one, I am Setsuna. I should love that game. I was shocked that you I didn't loved love Chrono it. Trigger, yeah. and I just can't get into that either. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's something that I need to just start over because I started a game and then I stopped playing for a while and then I picked it back up and wasn't sure where I was going and then I put it down and tried to play it again just a few weeks ago and I'm just like I don't remember what I'm doing That's, and I just it, yeah. so maybe if I start totally fresh again it'll it'll hook but again, me but, but you
1: got Spider-Man coming right Mega yeah. Man
2: 11 I don't know if you're
1: uh, did you ever pre-order that
2: Mega Man I, I'm I, I, I don't know it. if I did. I should I mean I'm definitely going to get it I don't yep. think I pre-ordered it yet um, but no it's kind of just I feel kind of jaded yeah. with that too just because and I know everybody seems to love Setsuna I, I just I can't get it it's it's basically Chrono Trigger I should love that game that's one of my probably top 10 games all time Yeah, and I don't know it's just not doing it for me so no I haven't played Octopath um, maybe someday I'll give it a shot when I played the demo it was fun um. So I don't know. I, I don't know. I need to maybe read some more into it, and maybe just read something that will keep me from being scared off by it being a JRPG. But the the only thing I've really seen is Trier
1: is the one like media person that did not like it. Octopath, yeah. It's not that he didn't like it, I shouldn't say that, but he it it got samey or grindy or something to him, and he didn't he he got to that point and he didn't like it. yeah, what I have heard some people that really like it and really don't like it because of this is that it's basically eight games in one that like 'cause mm. each octopath, if that's what even they're called, um they have their own story that kind of ties into the overall story, but it's kind of disjointed and whatever um Kevin, answer your question, I'm not gonna play
2: that game now see I, that. <laughs> That makes me, again, not want to play it. Yeah. I got to a point in Final Fantasy 3 slash 6, whatever, um, which everybody seems to love. I keep trying to get into that game. And every time I start, I get a little further, a little further, a little further. I get to this part where your these three main characters get kind of split up. And then you have to pick one. And you like play through their little part. And then you beat it. And I thought it was the thing where it's like, which one of these do you want to play? You need to beat all three. So Ooh. you do this one, you go through it. And then it's like, okay, now which of these two do you want to do? And I'm like, oh, God. And I'm like, let me just get back to the story. I mean, I know it's all still story, yeah. but I'm like, it's something about that kind of thing. It's, just it loses me. I don't know.
1: As much as I loved Zelda, Horizon, and God of War. I think that's one of the reasons I loved Blossom Tales. I beat it in like eight or nine hours. Chasm's going to be eight to ten hours. Um, like, I almost miss the days where... Like, my favorite game of all time, Metal Gear Solid 3. If you skip cut cutscenes, it's probably a seven, eight hour game. With cutscenes, it's like 25. Not well, really, but like... Like, games don't have to be these 80 to 100-hour things. Right. And, and like, I started to say, Kevin, I'm not going to play this. I, I downloaded the demo. Sean had to tell me what the hell I was doing. Like, I don't understand turn-based combat. I've never wanted to play it. And when I try to play it on this, just because the game looks so beautiful, and I still, like, the art style in that game is absolutely breathtaking. The fact, that the way that they weave the 8-bit mm-hmm. or the 16-bit sprites into this, like, 3D world and the way the shit, like, it is beautiful. I cannot do turn-based combat. I don't have the patience for it. I don't have the smarts for it or whatever. I don't know what it is. It does not work with me. Like I had to have Sean, remember way back when, when I had the demo and you're like, okay, now attack. Okay. Now, okay. Now you've got this thing, this break or whatever charge up. So do that. Okay. See, now they can't attack. Now you can, I was like, this is, this is, <laughs> I just, this is not me. I'm I'm not made for this. Obviously millions of people around the world love these kind of games. I don't. I I won't play it no matter how beautiful it is. And 80 to 100 hours right now in my life, there's just no way.
2: And see, that's not the first game. Like, Final Fantasy X. I love Final Fantasy X. Yeah. Then near the end, there's this part. It's really not even that long. (laughs) It's maybe 30 to 45 minutes of game time via Purifico um, where your party gets separated. And you have to play a little bit as just Yuna. Who doesn't really attack. She's just kind of like a support character. But now you need to fight with her. And then you find your other character. And now it's Yuna and Oron or whoever. And you like you eventually get your party back. And it doesn't take that long. But I always hate that part. This is Not, 10, because it's, yeah. you said? Not because it's difficult or anything. It's just like, I liked my party the way it was. Why do we have to split everybody up? And then Chrono Cross, which is the Chrono Trigger sequel PS1, on PlayStation. Yeah. Pretty good game. But I feel like a majority of that game Isn't there like
1: seventy-five characters in that or something? Crazy. Yeah.
2: And for like a long part of the game, the enemy like takes your form or something. Yeah, you like switch bodies with the enemy to where now the Surge, is that his name? The main guy is taken over by the enemy. And he goes off with your party, and they don't realize that he's actually the bad guy. And instead, you're now playing as the bad guy, but you're the good guy in his mind. And I'm just like, no, I just want to go back to my normal part. Like, that kind of stuff in video games just annoys me, and I don't know why. And that's what happened with Final Fantasy 3 slash 6. I got to that part, and I'm just like, let's get back. Like, I don't know why they have to do that. And now that I'm hearing that about this game, it's kind of like, no, I don't think I will like it. To me, that's kind of like
1: an old-school mentality with games where you try to artificially yes. lengthen the, the time of the game so you feel like you're getting your $60, 70 $80 worth of the game. Yeah. Like Streets of Rage 3. We might have a video on that coming up this this season. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know. I want you to play that game for some reason. I want you to play it. I don't want to play that game. I want no part of that game. I just feel like... But now when you're saying that and I hear what like it was on Game Scoop last week, they were talking about that with like basically eight games at one. I'm like, ooh, I don't I
2: don't know about that. Yeah. I don't know. It seems like too much for me, but maybe someday I'll get bored and try it out. But um have you been playing anything else
1: other than what we discussed? Um Oh, what do you think about new new Super Mario 2?
2: Oh um, so that I'm actually trying to go through and get all the coins. Nice. Because you were so freaking insistent
1: <laughs> on that in New Super Mario Wii, damn it!
2: Um, and I don't know. I'll eventually. I mean, unless you want your 3ds back I, anytime I soon, either. like maybe I'll eventually play through the whole thing and get all the coins. I think I've gotten all the coins and all the levels that I've beaten okay. so far. Um, I let him borrow my. I've got the new three. I've got the XL where his 3ds is the regular yeah, size. So, yeah. Um, but it's a lot of fun. I love the coin thing. I I thought it, I there's was just coins everywhere. It, but I yeah. thought it was like. I thought the coins played a role. No, they're like just. Like when you kept talking everyone. about it, I thought it was like you had to get all the coins. Not not just the special, the big gold coins, but like I thought you had to, like, it was all about collecting coins. The way, like, some of those weird Zelda spin out, like Four Swords was all about collecting rupees or something. I thought it was that kind of thing. Like the coins played some integral role. No, they, it's, it's not that at all. There's just coins. Every, like just I have cor- like 100 lives right exactly. now. Exactly. And it's fun. I mean, it's a little ridiculous, but it's fun. Um, but it's basically. New Super Mario, I mean, single player. it's New yeah. Super Mario 2, and yeah. that's literally what it is, but it's like, it's got, like, a lot of the same music, the same sound effects, the same graphics. Well,
1: especially when you go from one right to the other, it's gotta be. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah.
2: But no, it's a lot of fun. Um, what else have I been playing? Um, I don't think I've really played much else. Oh, I will say, going back to the pre-video game stuff, uh... I saw the movie Eighth Grade. Laugh at me if you want. It's about this eighth grade girl. I don't think it would.
1: Everybody thinks that movie's amazing. I haven't seen it's it. it's
2: unbelievable. It's so good. Like you don't have to be like a little eighth grade girl. You don't need to be a teen to like enjoy it. It's really good. And Bo Burnham is like my favorite comedian out there probably right now. He's a friggin' genius. Like oh god, he's so good. And the movie is kind of like it's kind of more about him like his onstage persona he's just like out there and he's crazy and he's like rapping and playing song, and he's just ridiculous but he talks about how like that's kind of his his mask so to speak that's like his escape like real life when he's not on stage performing he's socially awkward and he's quiet and whatever and that's what this is about and um nothing to do with video games whatsoever but i forgot to mention it earlier um but go see it. Especially if you have movie pass, go see it now because Movie Pass isn't gonna be around much longer. Yeah,
1: what the hell is that? It's Are you it's pissed? a
2: train wreck. Oh yeah. I'm. Um, I went to go see Teen Titans. You can't see any new movies, right? I went to go see Teen Titans and they wanted like a six dollar surcharge. I'm like, this thing was only gonna cost me like eight dollars to begin with. What am I paying for Movie Pass for? Like their stock is just like it is they're heard... they're done for.
1: So not really spoilers for Teen Titans, but it seems like well, no, never mind. Do you want to know anything about that movie?
2: No, I mean, I want to see it. Okay, I'm it's, not going to say anything about it.
1: Yeah, there, it, it connects to the DCEU in some hilarious and hopeful ways. That's all I'll say.
2: Really? Yes.
1: Well, it, it connects in a hilarious way. There's a hopeful connection that I hope they're... I read about on Twitter. I'm like, oh my God, I hope they're saying something that I want to be a thing. Interesting.
2: Yeah, um, But yeah, 8th grade, really good. Movie pass, not so good. Uh, Teen Titans, undecided, because I didn't want to pay an extra $6 on top so of my movie stupid. pass to
1: go watch it. So That's so stupid. Mission yeah. Impossible, number one, two weeks in a row. Good for them. I do want to see that. I want to see that. Dad needs to get off of his meh horse. <laughs> his meh horse. <laughs> I really it's just so- want to see it for the... Dude, I saw the, the the GIF again. I'm like, he's just... Going, it's so good. He's so awesome. I'm like... <laughs> but I see it and I'm like... You just hate
2: it because of the mustache.
1: But that's my Superman. Like, he's so good. Like... Okay, cliche. He's the hero we need. He We don't deserve him, though. I know that's so cliche. <laughs> when, and especially in DC, but like... He's so good. Like... Especially if you go back and listen to episode 15 in the podcast. Well, you can't because audio services are down, but I'll repost everything at some point. Like, I remember how down on him I was. That time where he's like, looks like he's going to poop, and he's like, not everybody stays good. I was like, what are you doing, Henry Cavill? But like ever since then, like everything he did in Justice League, even when he had weird smiles and stuff like that's my Superman. And then I see like, he's all about Superman. Like he's talked about, like, I want to adapt this comic. I think this would be awesome to do blah, blah, blah. Like, like he cares about Superman and I'm just, I just love that guy so much. And apparently there's issues backstage with trying to get him to do a contract extension. Just make it work. Yeah. I don't care who ends up being Batman. I'll be happy with whatever Matt Reeves is doing. Also with that, it sounds great. It sounds fantastic. But like, that's my Superman. Like, Sacrilege, I know. Christopher Reeve. There was maybe one good movie out of those four. And they're super corny. And like, obviously it was late 70s, early 80s. Like, I don't know. I'm I'm just going to piss off DC fans. I just, that's not, that's not my Superman. I'm sorry. It's just not, it's so corny. Like, I don't picture Christopher That's like saying
2: you like Adam West as Batman. I mean, it worked at the time, but it's not the same. It's, come on, be real here. Henry Cavill is freaking awesome. Don't screw this up, DC.
1: So we're, um, hour and 34 minutes in. You want to get to the news?
2: Yeah,
0: Sure
1: there's not much news this was going to be like i said this was really i really just wanted us to get together and talk and talk about everything we've been playing so we'll fly through this spider-man has gone gold i'm so excited that it's not delayed i cannot did you pre-order this yet i
2: don't know i've lost track i don't think i have I should. because i i I got some work points i was like "Uh, this actually you know i I did did too I, might as well, I, I always cash
1: them in for Amazon
2: at this point. That's what I'll
1: do. Um so Spidey has gone gold. Uh I cannot wait to play this. Shout out to Nick Fany. I know you are like I told Nick that Wait, what's gone gold? Spidey? What do I say?
2: Spidey. Uh, you, uh, just, you say Spidey. Spidey. That was weird. Spidey. Spider-Man. Spider. You say say his say his full name. Spider-Man. Okay, so you say Spider-Man. Sp- like- he's Spider-Man. <laughs> he's Spider-Man. Well, you say Spider-Man, but I feel like you say Spide- Spidey. 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 Spider-Man. Spidey.
1: Spidey's gone gold. Yeah,
2: okay. That was a little better. But yeah, Spidey.
0: Spidey's <laughs> gone gold.
1: Um, so a couple things uh, that, that came out. The, all these previews went live last week. I wish I wouldn't have listened to any of them, but I did. Um you can unlock a lot of suits. I think that was known. You, But you don't just unlock them. You have to craft them, which is kind of interesting. Hmm. So you like unlock the suit and it'll be like, here's this suit from Nick. I'm sorry. <laughs> from this cartoon or this comic series or whatever. But then you've got to find stuff to craft it to actually unlock that. Um, and I almost spoiled something for you that you probably don't want to know about the white suit, so I'm not going to say it. Um, there are like, it seems like there's, like, Assassin's Creed and Watch Dogs 1, not 2, because the whole map was unlocked, but they had all the, you know, the, the t- you go to, you crawl up this tower and you unlock this section of the map. Like seems Zelda. Like, yes. Man. It seems like they've got that in this. Um, everybody was making a big deal that Mary Jane is playable in some sections. I'm pretty sure we found that out, like, last E3. Like, I knew Mary Jane was playable before all these previews went live, but everyone's was like, oh, Mary Jane's playable. I'm like... I knew are they. they,
2: like, upset about it, or are they happy? No, they're happy. Oh,
1: okay. Dude, you should probably play the whole game as her. is probably what Callie Plaggy would say, it's because <laughs> men are evil and whatever. Uh, like oh, I God. said, I just don't
2: care
0: anymore.
1: Um, but, yeah, Spider-Man has gone gold. I am so excited for this game. I don't know, Nick. I'm sorry. I know this, If when Nick does his top 10 list, I love you, Nick. 1 through 10 is going to be Spider-Man. <laughs> and I get that. I completely, like, for 2004, Metal Gear Solid 3 was 1 through 10. Trust me, I get it. I wonder how, there's no question this game's going to be good. Yeah. I just wonder, can it challenge for number one this year for me? I don't think it can. I, I, because number one this year, when we finally do our, our top 10 all-time all time games, is way higher on that list than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. And it is like, it's perfect. That game is perfect. Can Spider-Man be perfect? Probably not, but it might be. Like the, the top amount of games in my top 10 all time list are perfect games. That game is perfect.
2: Yeah. I don't know. I'm very hopeful Uh, to me. I don't know. I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be better than Arkham city. Wow. And I think it's, if
1: it's that good, then I'm ecstatic. Yeah.
2: And part of it's just, I mean, I know it's, it's Batman versus Spider Man, but like Arkham City, I feel like just because you're always just playing at nighttime, everything kind of just looks the same. Eventually, yeah. I feel like this game it's more bright and lively, and, and, and it's
1: a real it's New York City. It's a real
2: place. Yeah. Well, that too. Um, I don't know. I I have my hopes very very high for this game. I hope not too high. I mean, like you said, there's no way this game is going to be bad. I don't know. I my expectations are pretty up there, and it may not live up to them. But I mean. It just depends on how, I guess, like how GTA 5 this game is. Like, if it's that massive and beautiful and just fun to just explore and whatever, like, if it's got that kind of feel to it, I'm going to love everything about it.
1: I think it's going to, I'm so excited to play it. Um,
2: Basically, in a perfect world, this game would be GTA 5 with. Arkham combat city. Yeah. Like, and with if it's no, that, then
1: with no bat tank, please God. Well, no bat tank. Yeah. I know there's no bat or Spidey tank. So, uh, speaking of God of war and perfect games, the final God of war secret has been found. Now I'm not going to say what that is here, but I will say this, Sean, since you've beaten the game and you know how it ends. Yep. In now everybody's making a big deal. Of final secret. It's not like this was the thing that they intended to be the last thing. You know, I, re- just I know like, what it is. I mean, I wrote okay, it, but. they intended. There's a lot of secrets out there. This was just the last one people find. This is this was not supposed to be the ultimate. Like, I think people were read, reading it as, oh, it's the final, <gasps> final <gasps> secret. Like, oh my no, god, no, it's nothing big. It just it's happened just to be the last cool. one that people like, found. There are four runes in Kratos's house.
2: Did you just say you weren't going to say what it
1: is? That's all. No, that's all I'm going to say.
2: That that they spell okay.
1: out something that if you've beaten the game, you're like, holy crap! Yeah. It was right there all along. That's all I'll say. Also, God of War is getting novelization.
2: That like this God of War or yes. God of War in general,
1: and you know who's writing it? Corey Barlog's dad. Hell yes, and he wrote. Um, uh, he helped write. He might have helped to write God of War two when Corey was the director, I can't remember. Um but yeah, so he's he's involved in it. And it, it seems like it's going to give I, I was reading somewhere, I don't have it written down here, but it, it seems like you're going to find out a little bit more about God of Wars World after the ending. So not really like
2: Dashboard Confessional.
1: That was a great album. <laughs> Amazon music only has like their last two albums. Piss me off. I can't they don't have a Mark and really? Brandiscar and and uh, whatever else. Anyways. Um So it's going to get, I think it's going to give you a little bit more of a hint to where God of War 2 or 5 or colon, (laughs) whatever is going to happen next. I don't know. I don't know what it's going to be called. I almost gave something away and I didn't want to do it. So I just wrote
2: God of War colon.
1: (laughs) So, oh God. So please be excited for that. All right. PS4 sales continue to be astronomical. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> astronomical. Um PS4 has now sold over 80 million copies. So they've they've crossed or are about to cross PS3, I forget which it is.
2: Um to me it seems like PS4 should have blown past 3 PS3 months if not like maybe a year ago. But like PS3 god. But it has it's not even that but it the best PS3 games are all on PS4 yeah. also. Like, there's not a lot of PS3. What's the best PS3 exclusive game?
1: Uncharted 2. Oh, or God of War 3. Uncharted. No, <laughs> solid 4. No.
2: Yeah, I guess it's the two Uncharteds. It's the two Uncharteds, God of War 3. And God of War 3.
1: Um, uh, what are the games? The infamous games I never got into. Uh, never Resistance got into is underrated. Critically, they're rated... Right, but commercially they never sold. Um, yeah, I, I see what you mean. But I, I think PS4 will end up, because we think it's probably got two more years. I think 2020 is the PS5. I think we can all pretty much agree on that. Yeah. It's not going to be 19. We would know no. a lot more if it was coming out next year. Yeah. So I think it's 2020. Can they sell 20 million? But million? They're in, not going to sell. PS4 will go on till 2022 or whatever. I think it will end up close to 100 million is what I'm trying to say.
2: I don't know. That I, I don't. It won't hit 100. It may not hit 90. I mean, it's got to be very much leveling off now, and especially the more and more we start hearing. I mean, we've heard nothing so far, but as we start hearing more about PS5, people aren't going to be going out buying PS4s. Well, not that only point.
1: that, you had Phil Spencer at the Xbox's conference saying, hey, we're working on the next-gen consoles, which I didn't even talk about that because it's all rumor, but... The rumor is that the Xbox Two or Infinity, whatever the hell it's going to be, is going to have a model for us, and it's going to have a lower-priced cloud gaming console with like no hard drive, and you just stream everything. And I, I, I do believe it, but yeah, I don't want to stream games. No, no. Until we're, we've got Google Fiber everywhere, that's the only way I would ever even... And even then, you're going to have latency
2: Plus, issues. Plus, why PlayStation... Why, when I download a game, when I have 100 megabyte per second internet, does everything download at, like, 3 megabytes a second? PS network Like, uh, yeah. I mean, when I think of streaming games, I think of how slow my PS4 downloads games. I'm like, nope, I'm not going to.
1: That's not even taking into account all the horror stories I've heard of PS now. Like with that latency issues and stuff like that, I'm like, no, Xbox Game Pass is way to go. I don't want, I don't want to stream games. I don't, I don't, I don't want it. <laughs> so, 80 million sales. The Switch has now sold just under 20 million copies, which you know, is what, a year and a half. Yeah, which is good. However, Colin, did you see Colin's tweet like a week ago or something? He was saying that they were actually projecting. 20 million sales in year two fiscal and they're, they've sold like 1.87 million so far, which is on track for 8.5 million. Like they're tracking to be like 12 million short of their goal. Wow. And is it time to get worrying bubble? I'm like, well, no, like when the holidays come up here in a few months, they're going to sell like crazy. Smash is going to move you as much as, yeah. you know, my thoughts on that, by the way, I'm going to buy it because snakes in the game. Um, i almost did it i almost did it (laughs) why we got all these mother-loving snakes on this mother-loving game um right was that how it goes something like that um that's gonna move units like crazy but that's all they've got they've got this fake pokemon ev whatever stupid game coming out but next year you've got the real pokemon game they've said that's coming out next year That'll sell units like crazy. like Prime, if you look- maybe. Prime, hopefully. If you look at like the list of uh Kotaku put out like the best selling 3DS games of all time, like the top ten. Eight of them I think were stupid ass Pokemon this or that, Pokemon this or that. I'm like, just I just don't get it. I just don't I don't get it. Yeah. But yeah, they're uh they're they're doing very they're doing quite well. What I always used to like to talk about when we when we did this on a regular basis was the NPD results and i want to talk about NPD results for june before we finish all of this up
2: what is that? i i'm just looking at your handwriting you have the handwriting of like a 10 year old it used to be better and then I'm i like, mean i have terrible handwriting but
1: mine's almost girl <laughs> handwriting cuz it's very like large and bubbly all right first do you want to? I want you to guess, Sean. What was the best Grand se- Theft Auto? Bet no. Yeah. Best selling console no. in June. After everything we just talked about, what do you think was the best selling
2: console? <laughs> uh, PS4.
1: That is incorrect. One more guess. Switch. That is incorrect. But it's made by Nintendo. The NES Classic. Oh, I did see that actually, but. It came back on June 29th. So, 30 days have April So, in two days, more NES classics sold than PS4s and Switches and Xbox Ones. People, get a really? pie? Like, you can get a pie. Uh, whatever. People don't want to put in the work and it's... Uh, I hope they... Illegal, are
2: they going to make an N64 classic? I mean, not?
1: go check out our... Prediction special we did. It's kind of getting late in the year for them not to yeah, announce yeah. it yet. So we might have just put that out in the ether <laughs> for no reason. Um, but yeah, the NES Classic was the best-selling console in June, which is insane. Guess what the number one selling game was in June? Grand Theft Auto Five. You're wrong. Yeah, but it's up there. Uh, yeah, I would have never guessed this. It, it, it's a new game that came out in June on the Switch sports title. First party, yeah. Not even counting digital sales. It was number one. Wow. Guess what number two was? Grand Theft Auto. No. Starts with a G. Oh. God of War, colon. God of War uh, was number two. I think that's going to end up... I I think in a few months we're going to get a press release. How about it's the best-selling... Not just in launch months. There was a report that just came out. Its launch window, whatever that means, 131 million dollars in digital sales, which is like twice as much as Uncharted 4 and The Witcher did. There's a lot more Playstations out in the wild, right? But still, like it's going to it's going to end up being the best selling PlayStation exclusive. I'm pretty sure PlayStation 4 exclusive. Number three was Grand Theft Auto. Yes, that is unreal. Let me run through the rest of these. So then the crew too. Like, has that
2: passed like Wii Sports and Tetris and all these stupid games no. that are artificially inflated? It'll never,
1: it'll never pass those because they're artificial. It's the best selling game of all time. If you just count like
2: non-bundled. Yes.
1: Like I think it sold more than Minecraft. It, they're, and if you notice every time Wario tweets something else like Grand Theft Auto does this, like you can tell they're, they're knocking the price down. They're, they're on a mission to get to 100 million sales. I think they were at 90 million last time we podcast. They'll be at 100 million by the end of this year. Probably yeah, and I don't care about Red Dead too. No, I just I don't, don't like. Give me Grand Theft Auto Six. I just, I I've been wrestling with this, and I've said it on podcast before. Like I feel like I have to play this because we have this show, but I'm like, no, no, I don't. I'm not like a real person. I mean, I'm. A <laughs> person. I'm not. This isn't my job, You're so I'm not gonna. Way. Like, I don't. I've never really cared for westerns and stuff. And Man. if there's no cars, I don't want to steal horses and trains. I just right. So I'm going to play Spider-Man and Hitman, and I'm going to love it. Number four was The Crew 2, 5, Far Cry 5. Well, that, that worked out well. Six was Mario Kart 8, then Lego Incredibles, FIFA 18, Crash Bandicoot, Insane and Trilogy. Number 10, Detroit Become Human. Then 11, Odyssey, 12, Breath of the Wild, still hanging in there. Wow. Rainbow Six Siege at 13, like 17 years after it came out. 14 was NBA 2K18. This
2: is weird. You get the story. feeling, though, like if you – plotted these where your games are on your X and your Y are like sales that thing would look something like this like the fact that Zelda is still up there and Odyssey like I feel like there's a huge difference yeah Yeah, like I'm sure it drops off very quickly the fact that some of those games are still up there but
1: no I agree because like 14 is NBA 2K18 NBA hasn't been in season for two months why are people still (laughs) buying that game Call of Duty World War II is 15, MLB 18, The Show, Assassin's Creed Origins, Vampire, Donkey Kong Country, Tropical Freeze, and then 20, State of Decay. I want to just do this real quick, and then we'll move on. The best-selling game of 2018. I never would have guessed this. It's not Far Cry. It's not Grand Theft Auto V, sorry. Uh, But I'm so happy with number two, if you can guess what that is. All right, two is... (laughs) I don't know what number one is. Far Cry 5. I said it. Oh. (laughs) I was like, I meant meant.
0: Grand Theft Auto 5.
1: So Far Cry 5 is the number one selling game in 2018. I think eventually God of War will take that over. Number three is Monster Hunter World. Number four is Call of Duty. World War II. Number five is Dragon Ball Ball (laughs) Fighter. (laughs) Dragon (laughs) Ball? Dragon Ball Fighter. Six is? Uh,
2: Grand Theft Auto 5.
1: Seven is Mario Kart. Eight, NBA. Nine is MLB. Number 10 is Mario Odyssey.
2: That sounds about right. But I'm so
1: happy, like God of War. Single player games aren't dead; they're
2: not dead. Like not yet.
1: I want to hug Corey Barlog. Don't say not yet. I want to hug Corey Barlog so much. Like I love that series and I love everything he did with that game. (laughs) (laughs) All right, a couple more items, and then we will wrap this up with everybody's favorite. Part of the podcast. All right. So, Games with Gold and PlayStation, PlayStation Plus were announced. <laughs> it's been a long podcast. This is tough. I don't know how to declare the winner this year. Time. Month. <laughs> <laughs> so, Xbox One gets Forza Horizon 2. Sorry, yeah. What? You reading. keep pushing it. I'm not pushing. Push it. Push it real good. <laughs> Stop doing it. No, I'm bringing it back because look at these legs. Look at these legs. Oh. <laughs> Is that better?
2: Yes. I'm just not going to touch the table.
0: <laughs>
2: oh, we never did this. Yeah, I, was, I, see, I thought people. about that. I
0: like,
1: <laughs> these poor people are waiting for our spoilers to finish. Here, can you pick, hold on. Pick up the table and push the leg. Push, pick. Yes, yeah, sh- There you go. Now don't touch the, I feel like it's two inches taller. Now. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. Yeah. All right. So anyways, God, God bless our table. I'm so scared. If this, I feel bad for the Tullamore and for this USB mixer. So anyways, games with gold. Xbox One got Forza Horizon 2 and your favorite game ever. For honor.
2: Oh my God.
1: And Xbox 360 gets Dead Space 3 and Epic Mickey 2. Okay. Hours
2: later. That's, that'll be the subtitle. Of this all podcast. I would put in <laughs> two hours later.
1: PS Plus, I'm very excited about one of all of these games. PS4 gets Mafia Three. Now, Mafia Three is I think it's Lincoln Kennedy Logan. Don't yell at me if I'm wrong. Lincoln Kennedy uh, comes back from Vietnam. It's in the 60s. He's a black man living in New Orleans. A lot of racial issues and stuff. Like, I want to play this game more for the story than I do the game. Like, I've heard a lot of things about the game. Gets I just very feel like repetitive. I don't have time for this game. Like, <laughs> I kind of want to download
2: it and play it just to see what it's like. And then I'll probably delete it after that. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm anxious to play it, but there's no way I'm playing through this whole game.
1: I think we need to get... If anybody that's watching this is a carpenter... Jesus, if you're watching. <laughs> Please tell us how to fix this table so I don't have to worry about it falling down. Um, and dead by daylight. <laughs> PS4 gets that also. I miss podcasting. PS3 gets Bound by Flame and Serious Sam 3. Vita gets Draw Slasher and Space Hulk. Bonus games, Here They Lie on VR, which is also playable without VR, and Knowledge is Power via PlayStation Play Link. Which is like the party games you can download for free and play on your phone and stuff, whatever else. Also,
0: yeah.
2: Well, who do you think won? I'm I don't torn. Know. The between... only thing about PlayStation that intrigues me is Mafia, but it's way. I mean, I don't know, but I assume it's way too big of a game for me to just it's invest much time into it. This twenty
1: day. to twenty-five hours to beat
2: it. Yeah. Um, Xbox, I don't really care because I don't have an Xbox, but I know Forza is a big deal, so. It's really, it's Mafia versus Forza is what it comes down to. But then Stupid For For Honor, which everybody loves, which just looks like the worst. It looks like the stupid, it looks like Infinity Blade on iPhone. Yes, yes. Like, but apparently it's a big game. So I would say Xbox wins because it's got those two compared to the one for PS4. I mean, for, yeah, well, for PS4. Yeah. Even though I couldn't care less about either of those Xbox games,
1: I would rather play Mafia Three than any of the Xbox games. So I'm going to give it to PlayStation. Fair enough. Ding. Um, that's it for the podcast. But Sean, we're at that favorite time of the every once in a while, we get to the end of the podcast and we play everybody's favorite thing, which is the.
0: <gasps> it's a. Challenge.
1: challenge if you didn't know the back of the box challenge is how we end the podcast here whenever we podcast what this means is we end the game with a game called the back of the box challenge where we take a previously released retail game turn that joke around we look at the back of the box per the name of the game we read the description aloud to the other player and bleep out any pertinent information that would give the game where make it too obvious then the other player gets asked some follow-up questions that can only be answered in a yes or no fashion as many as they want because the points aren't real and the questions don't matter that's the ba- and then they try to
2: guess the game that's the whole. point. No, that's the name that's the crux.
1: If you, I mean, I mean, seriously, do I need to say this now? We've been doing this for, actually, I think we've been right. doing this for a hundred episodes or maybe 99. I think it was episode 10 that we started doing it. No. I no,
2: think no, it was no, episode we, like we've been 30 or 40 or something. We've been through this.
1: Oh, good. I have a hotel for Geneseo. All right. Who wants to read first?
2: Uh, You can. I I'm feel not, like I have. I'm not very times. confident in my game. That it's gonna to be too easy? Yeah. <laughs>
1: I wasn't trying to look. <laughs> I'm like, oh, what? Are we still recording? Yeah, okay. All right, ready? Ready. Right. By the year 2049, Earth has been turned into a new font. Toxic waste dump.
2: Is this Toxic Avengers? No, I thought about <laughs> it
1: though. Humankind has fled into space, leaving behind an army of mechanized orbots, not robots, to clean up the mess. But when the Orbot leader Warhead goes haywire and starts a robot revolt, that's so many R's. Only a lonely sludge barge. Only a lonely sludge barge pilot named can pull the plug. I feel like you're just going to get this right without asking
2: any questions. I have no idea what okay, it is. Good. Blank. Do you, well, I'll save the bullet points. Is this Super Nintendo? No. Is it sixteen? Yes. Genesis. Yes. Uh, Supposedly,
1: it's the best graphics yet on Genesis. With an exclamation point. Um, I want to play this. So, do
0: you
2: play so as that. a robot? Oh, it's Vector Man.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> is he a robot? I don't know what he is. He's, he's a. He's an Orbot.
2: I guess he's an Orbot. So the
1: bullet points were Vector Man can morph exclamation change into a speeding train, a power yeah. drill, mechanical fish, or dune. Buggy. Buggy going berserk. Overthrow the Orbots with awesome weapon power-ups like Shockwave, Bolo, and Orb. We should have never had this game on the Genesis. This game, even looking at still pictures, that game is way too pretty for to, to be a Sega game.
2: It looks good. I just remember the game just...
1: He just shoots out little
2: stars, right? Yeah, it got old kind of quick. It was beautiful, especially for Genesis, but... He digresses. I do. Um, all right. Mine's short. Do ask me. The year is twenty thirty-five. Oh my
1: god, we're both starting. <laughs> Wait. Yours is twenty
2: forty-nine. This well, is like uh By the Oh mine says by the year. Okay. The year is twenty thirty five. <laughs> were you
1: like, oh my god, we picked this <laughs> yes.
2: and blank. Is about to witness the first solar eclipse of the 21st century. Is this
1: a 16-bit game? No, eight.
2: No. When he two, sud- <laughs> yes. Okay. When he suddenly blacks out, only to awaken inside a mysterious blank. As blank, you must navigate the blank's labyrinths while confronting perilous monsters at every turn. But beware, you must escape before blank consumes you.
0: Death.
2: <laughs> God of war, colon.
0: Is
1: this a PlayStation
2: game? Uh no. Saturn?
0: No.
1: Is it a thirty two X game? No. <laughs> <laughs> PC? No. What the hell? There's no other 32-bit systems. <laughs> that was so
0: loud.
1: Is it 3DO?
2: <laughs> no.
1: There's no other 32-bit <laughs> systems. You said it was a 32-bit game.
0: Correct. Yeah, you <laughs> <good. laughs> Okay.
1: (laughs) Is it an Atari game? No. You did say it was a 32 bit game, correct? Yes. Then what the hell? (laughs) Oh, is it a Game Boy Advance game?
2: yes okay even I, though i don't agree that's 32-bit i thought it was 16 or maybe 24 or something but if you weird. look at some of the effects
1: like especially like in minish cap when you play minish the cap, game
2: boy advance is a 32-bit yeah, handheld it so i was like okay
1: it, but i mean if you look at some of the things they were able to do with minish cap compared to link to the past maybe they didn't even try to do it link to Past. but yeah. okay anyways is this a metroid game
2: no oh, damn <laughs> is it a metroidvania oh, game? got get back to it now uh Yes. It seems like it is.
1: Is it a Konami game? Yes. Okay. Is it a Castlevania game? Yes. All right. Because you're like, hmm, let me make this not obvious. <laughs> All right. I don't know. Frank, is Area in the title?
2: Mm, yes, but I thought it was Aria, but yes.
1: Castlevania, Aria, Area of Sorrow.
2: That is correct. Now, is this the good one? There's... There's one I game think is under the one there that's supposed to be amazing, and I forget This is the is. third okay. of three. What, what are the other two? Do oh, you I have don't them there? Um, I saw them earlier. But from what I read, this is probably the best one. That's why I went with it.
1: Because I, before I played Chasm, my, my thought was on the pie, I want to play the the best the best GBA, Castlevania, Metroidvania game. Because one of them is supposed to be amazing, the other two are kind of fine. Yeah, not a cranberry song. Kind of funny. (laughs) What's that one song? (laughs) Closer to find. What is that? That's what it is. Is that Natalie Merchant? I said cranberries.
2: I have no idea. Um,
1: Circle of the Moon was one, which is where they got the name for
2: Curse of the Moon. Thank you. Um, And Harmony of No Dissonance. Yeah, but despair. I don't think that's Game Boy. No, you're right, but I don't uh, think that's Game Boy Advance. Uh, oh no, that is Game Boy Advance. So then I think Aria
1: is the good one. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's correct. Again, I was like, this sounds like Metroid. I don't know what it was, but something made me think it was. Oh, so read it without the blanks. Is uh, it? Is it a Dracula game or is it a somebody else game?
2: Uh, I mean, it's in Dracula's bad. castle. Okay. So I assume he's in it. Um, I'm kind of weird. if he yeah, I'm trying to get back there. Um so. Dude. <laughs> Later. I, I'm not gonna insert it. Um
1: that. I should, but I forget. Yeah, I
2: and be. clicking on cover art and it's loading and it what are you says for right now, I'm trying to get back to the back of the box.
1: It's the back of the box.
2: All right. It's the most exciting... Oh, I skipped this altogether. It's the most exciting Castlevania adventure yet. The year's 2035 and Soma Cruz... That's who you play as. Is that from Shiva Kamini's... Yes. <laughs> Thank Shiva God Kamini's Brothers. Soma Kram Is about oh, to witness Jesus. the first solar eclipse of the 21st century. What when he suddenly blacks out... I think it's all whips. Okay. Only That's to so. awaken inside a mysterious castle. As Soma, you must navigate... The castle's labyrinths while confronting perilous monsters at every turn. Now but beware, you must escape before evil consumes you. Oh, sorry. This is the only thing that seems kind of weird. New attack system lets you collect the souls of enemies to learn their abilities. And I read that you, like, you take their souls and you can put them into, like, your armor, your weapon, your... and, like, okay. two other things. Okay. And I'm like, that sounds kind of weird. But maybe in the game it works, but... I just want my just normal... right? But I'm sure they could say things about Symphony of the Night that you would first read and be like, ugh, why would they do this? So, I'm sure it's fine, but... Yeah, I do need to go back, because the only Metroidvania, Castlevania game that I've played is Symphony.
1: I'm surprised you don't own any of those on your GBA.
2: No, because my GBA was almost broken well, by the time I even true. found out how good Symphony of the Night was. True. I didn't realize they had gone... Well, I think Symphony was the first.
1: Yes, it was the first Metroidvania-vania. Yeah. But then they started putting them out. Those three came out three years in in succession.
2: Yeah, those were the next three after.
1: Then they went from there to DS, I think. Like, for a while, they, they put out those games every year for five or six years, I think.
2: No, I think you're right. But no, I've never played any of them outside of Symphony. I was going to do Castlevania. I've already forgotten what it's called. The second N64 one. Legacy of darkness. Yeah, I think that was it. Or is it just Legacy? No, it's I think it's Legacy of Darkness. Okay. You play as like a werewolf. I'm like, this just sounds stupid. I didn't even want to do it just because it Twilight Princess terrible.
1: wasn't that bad though. Yeah, it was alright. It was it was alright. It's top can we do a top ten?
2: Easily. <laughs> but uh, I think like eight through ten you're gonna be pushing it. Well that's Are we getting into the touchscreen crappy games? No.
1: Mm. We've already done that. We ranked them. We already did that in a quick (laughs) hit. I just remembered that. Go back and check out our quick hit. We ranked every Zelda game ever. Before Breath of Wild came out. I need to go back and watch that. We should. Hey, we could use the views as well. Thank you guys so much for being here for episode... One oh one oh nine of the two player co op podcast. This has been a lot of fun. I, I like to do these every once in a while and just hang out for. Well, you know, I don't know, two plus hours. That's two almost, hours. Two 22. hours later. Um, this has been a lot of fun. Remember, come on back next Thursday or Friday for our SummerSlam prediction show. It's either going to be a triple threat, triple threat, or fatal four way. I think we got a fatal four way booked. Got to, got to check with Vince McMahon and all the other bookers in the back, though, but I think we got a for, Fatal 4-Way like book. Like to T. Yeah. Five time. Five time. Um, also, check back later this week and then next week and every week after that for the next 10 weeks for our Versus series. We're focusing on... We didn't even say that at the beginning. We said we we're bringing Versus back. We're focusing <laughs> on sequels. Versus season two for two-player co-op is all about sequels. Two. Um, so check that out. And obviously we're part of the Nerd901 family. So go over to Nerd901.com for all things nerdy everywhere. And the slogan. Because I've still got the old one. All things nerdy in Memphis and around the globe. Um, but also special shout out. Blur without fear, Ernie Cruthers himself just passed seven thousand subs on YouTube. God bless you, Ernie. We want to get him to 10,000 subs this year. So if you haven't checked him out yet, if you care anything about com- comics, Marvel, DC, movies, everything, animated, live action, everything. YouTube.com slash Blurr Without Fear. Go over there. Give him a sub. He, you won't be disappointed. He's awesome. He's doing great work. I'm so proud of him, Ernie. Keep up the great work. Uh, you can find us on Twitter. I'm at KevinWhite24. He's at Together We're at two-player underscore co-op uh obviously you should have liked and subscribed sc- subscribed and subscribed already, subscrib-ed. Subscrib-ed already uh youtube.com slash two player co-op um like subscribe share uh facebook we who cares we got a facebook page that doesn't even matter we don't do audio podcasts anymore just because we're we're different now um uh, but i like to get on here every once in a while and do what we did tonight which is just drink and talk video games for two hours
2: that is correct That
1: yeah, is correct um, this has been a lot of fun. Seriously, make sure you come back this week, later this week, for uh, Versus Season 2, Episode 1. We're focusing on sequels. We've had a lot of fun recording the episodes that we've already got in the tank. It's really important to us that you guys watch this. Seriously. Please watch those videos. Like, subscribe, share, all that stuff. Like, it's a joke, but it's not a joke. Like, seriously. Like, subscribe, share. Um, and come back next week for SummerSlam. But until that time, Sean, go ahead and take us out. What are you doing? He's going to Wow,
2: my hair. That's not that bad. It's just flat. It's really flat. Two, Thank you. That hurt. Thank you for playing. At <laughs> least <laughs> you got it. it again. Hey. Thank you for playing. It's no. gone now. It's gone. Thank you for playing. <laughs> it's harder than it looks.
1: Thank you for playing.
0: There you go. Oh!
1: But seriously. Seriously, guys. Thank you. Thank you for
0: playing. Ow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the end of that. <laughs>